Hello, everyone. Uh, Hello. Welcome. Wait and see if we get a few people in here. Um, uh, for anybody that's going to be watching the live stream after it's been recorded, um, we've got a bit of crackling going on from somebody. It's not me. I'm muted. Who's crackling? Was it Leela? Maybe. I'm not sure. Um, but for everybody that will be watching the uh, live stream, you know, in post, uh, welcome, welcome. Uh, obviously, we're the tavern. Tonight, our guests are going to be from the good, the bad, and the horrible. Uh, everybody wants to come on in and uh, say a big hello. We'll start with Miss Scarlett. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Awesome. Thank you for having hey. us. Landon? Oh, hello. I'm Landon. <laughs> <laughs> you kill uh, me. Well, hey, guys. I'm Chase, and I'm just happy to be here. Welcome, Chase. It's nice to have another dude on the show, you know. Can't be surrounded by women. We've got to give ourselves a little room. That's absolutely. I'll do my best. What are you implying, Brandon? Nothing, nothing <laughs> at all. Nothing. <laughs> nothing we can't handle. <laughs> That's right. Fly by the seat of our pants. We have, an we, equal balance. We, we have an equal balance here, okay? Exactly. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know about that. Well, <laughs> equal-ish. Hey, guys. Hey, guys, it's Hazel. Hazel, how are you? I'm doing awesome. <laughs> Thank you guys for having us. Thanks for being here. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a great night. Can we bring you in, Willow? I see you're still on mute. Hi. How are you guys? Good, good. Thanks for having us. It's nice to have you here. Thank you. So, um... Miss Scarlet, since you're kind of the ringleader of the squad, you're keeping these guys in order. Uh, can you give us a little <laughs> breakdown of what Hell your no. show is all about? <laughs> well, we have a sex podcast, and there is no reeling this group in. No topic do we agree on, but I love that because it brings some very interesting conversations and debates. So we, we have fun. We have a lot of fun. You yeah. said sex podcast? I guess it's time to you know, put on the red Absolutely. Light. Yes. Our very first episode is about yes. swallowing. So we started with that and we touch on everything from orgies to blowjobs to how to make a girl squirt with 98% effectiveness. <laughs> so you name it, we've probably talked about it. Landon, you watch that episode and yet? But now I guess I'm gonna... And if we haven't spoken about it, it, I'm sure it's going to come up. Exactly. Well, it usually and does, Hazel... right? <laughs> if they do it right. If they do it right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so Hazel Anne, is our size queen. Hi. She's, she's actively in the lifestyle. So she does a lot of educating. 
and lets us know how us vanilla people should see it. Or at least educates us on how people in the lifestyle see it. Gotcha. Yeah. Swinger stuff and BDSM, that's that's my lifestyle. That's my go-to. Um, and, I, and if you guys have listened to the episodes where Chase has been on, we see we're both into the BDSM lifestyle. Okay. We like to touch. Do we... Yeah, so we've talked oh. about various things in the BDSM world. We've talked about monogamy versus non-monogamy. We actually have an episode where we did a debate, two against two, um, talking about the merits of monogamy versus non-monogamy. I remember that episode. Um, yeah, we've touched on swinging. I would. I don't think we have a whole episode. Yeah, on that was a good episode. We've talked about it. We have. We've talked about it in various episodes. Also, just relationship topics. Um, we have one called "Why Nice Guys Finish Last" and the definition of simp, and just different things that relate to relationships, not so much sex. So we kind of cover it all as it relates to love, sex, and relationships. So, Very what true. made you want to do that show? Like, what, what what brought that on? So, I've had a business podcast now for over a year. And so, I wasn't new to podcasting in general. But I really, really wanted to do one that was just for fun. And talking about topics that were certainly not okay, would be very taboo to bring up on my business podcast. So I wanted one where we could talk about literally anything. Um, and so it actually came up at a dinner with two girlfriends. <laughs> there was three of us initially that started the podcast. The other two girls are no longer with the podcast. Oh. But three of us together brainstormed, tossed around a lot of ideas. And it all came together. And I was like, let's actually do this. Like, let's not just let this drop and it be this idea that never came, you know? So right. I found a producer and we met with the producer. And a few weeks later, we had a podcast. So that is how it all got started. You know, I was actually going to ask because so I started listening to your newer episodes and worked my way backwards. Obviously, I haven't finished all of it. But as, at a certain point after listening to five or six of your new episodes, I went back to the beginning and decided I was going to listen through. And at the beginning, I was like, wait a minute, I don't recognize this voice. And I, I meant to ask, how did you end up being the uh, ringleader? <laughs> Well, like I said, originally it was three of us, and I'm the only original host left. So the other girls had other opportunities that they followed, which, you know, I'm proud of them and the path that they're going. And, you know, I, there, there was no ill will or anything like that. So no, um, more power to them. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes Coco periodically pops back in. But um, Lana, she moved on to a huge business opportunity that she had a position of leadership where it just, she didn't feel like it was going to be a good look for her to continue on a sex podcast. So more power to her. She's doing great. She's trying to get all of us to go to the Dominican Republic with her. So she's doing very well. <laughs> shout out. Shout out to Lana. So, yeah. Lana, girl, yeah, yeah, where you at? I'm trying to go with you. <laughs> 
yeah, she was telling me about buying properties in Dominican Republic. I'm like, hey, more power oh, to yeah. you, girl. I'm glad you're doing well. So, so yeah, I'm sure if you listened to new episodes and then went back to the beginning, you were probably very confused going, who are these mm-hmm. people? That's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you continue listening, you'll kind of see the progression because for a while it was just the three of us. I think for like the first 10 episodes or so. And then we started incorporating different guests. Hazel came on, I think somewhere around nine or 10. Um, So she's been there for quite a while. And then um, all the people that are there now are fairly new, except for Hazel and Lolita, who have been around since about episode 10. Very nice. So let's, Let's go around and and find out how y'all all came to be a part of the podcast. I think that'd be an interesting story. Well, all right. Who would you like Hazel. to start with? Oh, go ahead. Go oh, for you it. You can start with Hazel. Um, Hazel here. So, um, Scarlett and friends. Oh, we oh. lost Hazel. She's back. Alana's birthday dinner and the entire Hold on. Hazel, you dropped off. Start from the beginning. I think we lost her again. Uh-oh. And Hazel, can you hear us? We're only hearing prepositions from Hazel now. <laughs> Wasn't that an interesting story, guys? I just opened them up to a little bit of my sexual experiences. And um, once I came on, we were rocking and rolling. Um, But we, yeah, we've been friends for a a while now, um, Scarlett and I. And with Coco and Lana, like we all know each other. So we've, we've, you know, have been friends for a while. What I'm talking so, about. Yeah. Uh, so Chase, so I Hazel... think you were about to. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was sure. I met Scarlett, and uh, we started talking about some things. And I think she just likes the fact that I give pushback on everything. So we got together. We met. We went out to dinner. We started talking, and I have a unique. I, I think I have a unique experience in my life. So we started talking a little bit about it, and she's would you come on some of the things I asked her about I got asked to do a podcast about dating and relationships and I did some I would say a couple practice shows on that and then I came to her with some ideas you better heard like dating outside your league about why women do certain things about the uh, you know why men want certain things and why certain things happen. If you listen, you know what we're talking about. I don't want to get off on the tangent here, but she asked me, she said, come on. I said, sure. I think it's interesting. I love hearing how and why people do things. Why is the big thing for me? And then whether it's sex, relationships, whatever it is, listening to people and why they do it. And then when they give me a bullshit answer, I'll give them a little pushback and get to the real reason. And I like doing that. That honestly, I think is one of the best dynamics y'all have on the show is the fact that you know, because usually the girls have very valid points, but they tend to agree with each other. So when you come in with something else, it, it gives that good back and forth. And I think that really keeps the listeners engaged. So I, I like that they have you on the show now. I think it's pretty cool. Well, they are women. I appreciate that. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm really glad to have Chase. Um, not only does he have a polarizing personality that people either love or hate, which adds a really exciting element to the podcast, but it also adds this interesting dynamic because him and I used to date and we've had sex with each other and we can talk about those experiences like as now platonic friends but it's a very interesting dynamic because how often do you hear people that have had those experiences together be able to talk about that and like analyze it from all these different angles that we're coming at things so very true multi-dimensional and really cool yeah it makes it go well so it's very interesting so let's swing on it over is. to you willow can you uh tell us how you got joined in on the podcast I actually just answered an ad that Scarlett had put out. Um, I'm just an empty nester, and I thought it'd be kind of um, out of my box. I'm kind of quiet and shy. I know that surprises people, but I am. And uh, um, I thought it'd be kind of interesting to see if I could do it. And um, sex is not something that I was... um, born or raised around to talk about it was very taboo so this is really out of my wheelhouse so um raised very conservatively religiously in a small town so this is something way out of my realm so it's been kind of challenging but i've learned a lot um and and i'm getting different perspectives so you know knowledge is power and and i'm getting a lot of different perspectives on relationships and and what the the new norm is on on different aspects of of relationships and um you know what what people want and what other what other avenues there are so it's it's been kind of enlightening and and a learning experience even you know being kind of an older adult so um it's it's been really fun it's fun I feel that to my core because, you know, I'm a a Southern male, you know, deep South. So we're Mm -hmm. down in that Bible belt Mm -hmm. and in a 12 year marriage, you know, so I understand where you're coming from because listening to the podcast, I'm like, wow, this, this is out. This is how people live. These are the way that they do things. And I'm Mm -hmm. thinking I've been with the same woman for 12 years. So it's Mm -hmm. interesting to see those other perspectives and hear what other people are going through and how dating has changed. Cause yeah. last time I dated, it was very different. There wasn't right. a, a, what is it? What are the dating sites they have now? The, the, uh, Bumble. Bumble. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's just be honest. Let's just be straight up. Tinder is not a dating site. Tinder's a fun yeah. site. That's yeah. a booty yeah. call. Yeah. It's yeah. A hook, it's yeah. A I have met plenty it, it, of people that I've dated on there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, how many people you've had sex with on Tinder? <laughs> yeah, but it, I've also, but I've also found people that I've dated. Okay, I would think you, you, yes. We ask what the definition of date is. You went to dinner before you went to bed, but that's fine. That's fine. Tinder's a hookup site. Yeah. And, and okay, so what? Wait. So what is your definition of dating? When when you say dating, what do you mean? I would say dating with a purpose. You don't go on Tinder to find a soulmate. You go on Tinder to find somebody you're renting. You're not even leasing on Tinder. You're renting for the night. I have to agree with Chase. 
I agree with Chase. Yeah. Tinder's not for dating. Tinder is for definitely for hookups. And if you're going there to date, um, great for you. But ninety nine percent of the people, yeah, ninety nine percent of the people know that whenever they're on Tinder, they're they're looking for a hookup. It's yeah, true. and see, I, yeah. I come from a generation, like I said on, on different podcasts, that, you know, we went to the bars and picked up people. <laughs> so all these apps and all this other crap, we have, I, there was no swiping to the left or right or whatever. It was just like we, we keyed in on somebody and we went home or, you know, hooked up. That's what we did. So this is all very brand new to, to me. So um it's been a learning experience <laughs> but it's it's, it's a very it's very convenient it's yeah. very convenient <laughs> yeah yeah i would have loved this stuff when i was out younger and and not married <laughs> mm -hmm. and i think and i think if you're trying to date with a purpose these sites are the devil's work that's me <laughs> I, so. I tell you what yeah. dating pool I, and today's society is full of piss one more time. Sorry, again. I said, uh, I'll tell you, to, in today's society, I believe the dating pool is full of piss. Oh, at best. At best, yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. You have to wade through the piss to get to anything worthwhile. Yeah, well, that's because the guys need to be limited. First off, first off, that's because half the guys on there want to take you to damn Applebee's. <laughs> hey, you know, don't be damn happy to go to Applebee's. You'd be damn happy to go to Applebee's. You'll eat that, but <laughs> you'll like it. You know, you know my, it's better than a gas station, Hazel. <laughs> Maybe that's my problem. I, yeah. I didn't say, let's go to Applebee's for dinner, you know? Right. That's that's the, the problem. Well, the, the problem yeah. now is what you need to do. I said the first dates I go on now, I'm going to get an uncrustable Orange slices of Capri Sun on a party. You can't have fun doing that. I'm not going to spend money on you taking you to, you know, a big dinner. What's oh the point? That's right. You know, my favorite thing to say to a lady is, "Damn, baby, I'd like to take you to a reasonably reasonably priced restaurant, and if you're good, I'll oh. get you a bottle of champagne afterwards." That's a great way to um, get blocked. <laughs> as, yeah, as Hazel would say, "Block me, buck." Blocked. <laughs> But I think it's just yeah, I, would... I think it's just humans in general. I think I think we've kind of lost sense of kindness and goodness and I think it just it just wows over into the dating and relationship pool. I yeah, we're totally. so, it's it's, it's late it's laziness. Is, it's laziness. Yeah. Well attention's become a commodity now. Attention's yeah. currency. Mm. People go yeah. on dating sites yeah. to get swipes with no if you've ever dated on a hinge or a bumble once you actually date on you'll get people even if they swipe on you half of them just want to text back and forth they're married they don't want to date they just want attention right i mean it's, oh. a, it's a currency now or they can't even hold a freaking conversation yeah, mm. yeah. these people you know, yeah. one thing these like guys dry as fuck <laughs> what i like to see is i see these uh you know bios and it says uh, you know, oh, at least be able to hold a conversation, and then we match. And I'm, I'm sitting down trying to lead a conversation, and I, I'm getting no feedback. And it's like, so I stop messaging, and I don't get no messaging back. 
Like, it's like, what are you doing? So, can I speak to that, Landon? Sure. We women are inundated on these absolutely inundated. So, you're probably on competition with at least 20 other guys that are also messaging the same woman. So, if it's not drawing her in and hooking her, she's lost interest. I agree. I I agree a thousand percent. Most of the guys that message are they say you they say the same thing. Hey, beautiful. Hey, gorgeous. Hey, like, how's your day? Yeah, if you're saying the same thing that twenty other men are saying, I'm I'm not even responding anymore. Right. Landon opens up with a very specific thing, and I have been telling him to get rid of it, and he don't believe me. He thinks it's the greatest thing in the world. Landon. It, now is your time, buddy. Now is your time us. to shine. Yes. Uh, do, do you by chance not have to know how much a brutally honest. Is? Tell us. All right. Say it again. Yes, please. Do you by chance know how much a polar bear weighs? Blocked. Enough to break the ice. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Just no. Oh, yeah. Enough God. to break the ice. That's boring. That's what? boring. No. I'm sorry. Get rid of that. that shit. It just happens. Bear in my it. opinion, ask you know, something the about best strategy is to no. learn what you can about her and speak to something that spoke to you about her profile. Yes. The reason why you swiped on her. Yes. Speak to that. Was it her smile? Was there something she said that resonated with you? Was there some kind of commonality? Start speaking to her about what it was that drew you to her. That is, yeah. in my opinion, the best strategy you can take. <laughs> I and agree. don't be honest, no, Landon, because no. you say nice tits, they probably won't respond, so don't be honest. And so, please, for the nice love of tits. God, no dick pics. For the love whoa, of God. Whoa, 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 whoa. Please, um, well, speak for yourself. Oh, okay. Yeah, speak for yourself. <laughs> Hazel, Hazel beats proof. Yeah, and then don't, and then don't say nice tits, right? Is that what you Hazel said? Hazel needs proof up front. Correct. I said don't. I yeah. said don't be honest. Don't say nice if you're tits. honest, you're not. Okay, okay so if you're no honest, honest, you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah, don't. Okay. Yeah, you should just because Lie. you again. Just what what Scarlett said is you're getting you're in competition with twenty people. Twenty people right. thinking they're all women want honesty and truth. They don't. You're they fighting don't. for that date. Once you win the date, then be honest because then you'll see what you get. But until you oh, win yeah. it, now be full yeah. of shit. So, I, I'll agree so with that. I'll agree with that. Take them to the Applebee's and then be like, well, I don't really think you were that pretty, but like there you were and you were talking to 20 other guys. But here we're at, at Applebee's now. I gotcha. All right. Yeah, you no. Can say if you were prettier, you would get dessert, but no. No. So no. no wow. No. That's how you get blocked at the dinner table. <laughs> That's how you get blocked at the dinner table. You get walked out on. <laughs> I'm right. Note, when you're doing it, though, remember that as a guy, you lie to date. Women fuck to date. You're lying to get that Friday night date because okay. you win competition with 20 people. If you don't lie, Wait, you're I, don't, you're Chase, I don't agree with that. I, I don't agree with that at oh, all. I don't agree with that. I don't either. I don't. I don't. No, I do not date to fuck. I. I fucking. We're not dating. Y'all know this. Fuck to date. Got it. Fuck to date. <laughs> don't take don't take notes don't don't listen to him <laughs> yes don't listen to the only guy out there dating yes right i, I wrote that yeah. down fuck to date got it yes women fuck to date men lie to date yes 
Yes. Don't listen to the guy that's been don't li- don't do it three times, four times. Because the guy that just what? I missed it. I said, don't listen to the guy that's been divorced, what, three, three, four times? Two. Thank you very much. It wasn't him. They complained about these. That was good, Lila. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and you know what I could say is, if I was going to be me, I could say, and how many times have you been married? Ooh. Ooh. Spicy. At least I had a buyer. Zero. Or snap. Listen, I am not selling to the love bitter here. I am not selling to the lowest bitter. No, no, most women just give it away. You're not selling at all. You're just giving it out for free. Look, what did she say? She's not listening to an Applebee's kind of guy. Okay, so on that topic, on that topic, y'all mentioned something one time that I was shocked by. Y'all mentioned that apparently... Um, Red Lobster is not a nice establishment. Wow. <laughs> wow. I grew up thinking that is no. fine dining. Wow. The world of Red no. Lobster, you're getting, you get laid later. No, sir. That's a no, 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 no. So Olive no. Garden's out of the question? What? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's my wife's favorite That shouldn't even be an option. Yo, I take my wife to Olive Garden. I'm getting some that night. I guarantee it. She's like endless breadsticks. Maybe you getting endless breadsticks too. What what town now, do you live in? Here's the question to ask though, in? Brandon. The I question is, I would get pushed back. Oh, okay. What was that, Chase? I'm sorry. So the question I would put back is, what do you get for your nice dinner? You're bringing dinner and date to the table. What are they bringing to the table? Hmm. Oh Lord! That's what she's bringing. Here we she's go bringing with that. Plate. What do you bring? Mediocre here, what, here we go. Hey, I want to know because I want to know what you, if you if we're supposed to bring the time, money, and effort. What are you bringing? She's why bringing does it have to be a tit for tat? Why does it have to? Thank you. Why, why does it have? Well, why should I put forth all the effort? Well, you're the one that's out there. Why? You're the one out there that she has for, less to bring to the table. Right. You're one the, out there well, looking you're for you, the ass. expectation set on the expectation. I'm not looking for ass. I can find aren't, ass anywhere. Aren't you looking for dick the too, expectation like, you're bringing to the table is night is expensive restaurant effort. Open the car door. No. Station, drive it. No. Oh, no. 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 We've had this conversation. We're not looking to go to the most expensive restaurant. Scarlett and I have clearly said it's more about the creativity of the date, yeah, regardless of the dollar amount, right? And we talked about that too. So I, 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 you know, I disagree with y'all's take on that, but yes, we don't want to rehash that show. I think, okay, this is a generality, but I think I can speak for every woman that's here now. We would rather be single than settle. So you can Absolutely. say what you bring to the table all day long, but at the end of the day, it's the men that are willing to settle for less because they want the ass, yep. whereas the women are saying, uh, fuck no, we'll be single, thank you. And well, we can still get bring, some dick. If you're not, well, anybody <laughs> can get ass. We can get ass dick whenever we want it. in the world. And so can guys. Guys can get ass whenever they want it. However, if you're saying... You don't have to bring anything, then it's the guys settling every time. 
So mm-hmm. I'm gonna say I would why agree would I that settle? guys settle more. I think guys do yes. settle more, and that's why there's this phenomenon that you're speaking of where the women that are, as you said, the fours, the twos that are saying they deserve a 10, it's because they would rather be single than settle for less. That's just no, because they matter. no, it's not. It's because they think they're Cinderella and Prince Charming's gonna come take them to the ball. He's not. Mm-hmm. He's gonna I fuck disagree. them in the back seat and leave them outside. Because I... those twos and those fours will get on those apps and they will get just as inundated as the tens and the nines. I agree. Because, because the tens and the nine guys will go have sex with the twos and the fours. Yep. They will. Yep. Whereas yep. So the do you women, correct. And I disagree. Guys cannot get laid anytime they want. Guys cannot get laid anytime. Guys cannot get laid anytime they want. No, they can't. Yes, they can. No, they cannot. Vaginas rule the world. No. I agree. I agree with Willow here. We can literally go to a gas station and pump gas and we will get hit on. Yeah. And we could easily take that person home. Next time we're all together, the next time we're all together. You say go, and we'll say who gets laid first, me or you. First off, Scarlett knows I'm competitive, but I can get I don't know how many guys. Well, I take the bet, then. What do you want to bet? I don't I don't get hit you, on when you, I go to the gas station. That's because you're a guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, this, this is most what women I'm saying. Don't get hit on Obviously, we're talking. Yes, what I do. we're talking in generalities here. We're talking in generalities. There are obviously guys that can get laid a lot. And I get hit on at the gas station. Can. Yep. There's anomalies everywhere. and there's Especially these... in the summertime. Right. We got but... on those summer dresses. Those right. summer dresses. Woo! Well, I don't let agree. a $20 sundress cost you 18 years of child support. Yep. Right. It, it sure the hell won't. <laughs> <laughs> But it's a hell a lot easier for a woman to get laid than a man. I'm telling you. I have to agree with you it's on a that whole lot. Yeah. It, it's I'm a whole lot easier for the men you want to date. The men that you yeah. want to date, the eight, nines, and tens, it's easy for them <laughs> to get laid. I can get laid in 15 yeah. minutes if I want to. Uh, all women it's want to easy. Same. You're pretty sure yes, all women with the same. Yes, I am sure. You're correct. I am. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's why we... And that's why we love you, Chase. And that's why I love you guys. But yes, women, the same, 80% of women are fucking the same 10% of the guys. If you're one of those 10% of guys, ass is everywhere. Oh, absolutely. It's everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. And when somebody says, you can't get laid, yeah, you can. It's not hard. Now, if you're in the bottom 10% of guys, you're right. You can't fucking get laid anywhere. And you're right. If you're in the bottom 10% of women, I agree. You can walk into a bar with a sign that says, fuck me. Some guy will do it. You are correct. You are correct. Yeah, but women have to be selective. I mean, I'm not going to go to any douchebag and say, "Hey, you want to hook up?" I mean, there's you've I mean, never you've all, never hooked up with a douchebag, really. No, I mean, you've hooked no, up with a I'm selective sure because no, I'm selective because I like intellect and someone that's got some fucking brains between their ears. Okay, now you're talking about Read. dating with purpose. More no, I'm not talking about dating purpose. If I want to get fucked, I'm going to get fucked, but I'm going to have some some sort of, I don't know, um, yeah, some intellectual sense, conversation beforehand. Before, yeah, right before you get laid. Yeah, because so, that's an important yeah, part of getting laid. Yeah. Or, now hold yeah, on, that's okay. not everybody, because because if you guys have listened to the podcast, I'm not like that. 
So well, no to and the, I think if it's you all... just want to get laid, why would you want intellectual conversation? You're never going to see them again. Well, even if I see him again, I don't give a shit about your day. I don't give a shit about your life. Come over here, provide this service, and you got to go. Well, but if they're dumber than shit, how are they going to find what they need to find when they're fucking me? I don't give a shit. Knowing Kant and philosophy and biometrics of of anything has nothing to do with being able to fuck. Trust me, you never been to Central Illinois, have you? One doesn't coordinate the other. (laughs) You never been to to Central Illinois? So I just, yeah, you've never been there. Think, no, because some of them I are I just want to ignorant. try and understand a little bit better, right? We're talking about women want intellectual conversation. Are we talking like quantum theory? Some women. Or, or Ooh, what? hold on. Quantum, you got me there. I'm just trying to take notes here, and I, I want to get things correctly. You know, when I, <laughs> stuff here. I can only speak for me here, but I agree with Willow on this, that I want some kind of substance some kind of connection mentally and preferably even emotionally we're going to bed with a guy. So if that's not there, to me, it's a very kind of just lacking situation. I, I don't I don't enjoy it nearly as much as when the connection is made there mentally. Mm-hmm. For me, so, that is mm-hmm. a huge part of it. And I'm the opposite. If, if I am the complete opposite, if we're just fucking... I don't give a shit about you or your day or what you got going on in life. Look, I just want some dick. And then that's the only time I'm going to hit you up is whenever I want some dick. But if we're dating, then yeah, I definitely need that mental connection. Um, and that, that deep in conversation. So but for the just, most part, it's, I just want some dick. Don't care just there. That's, that's the phrase. Don't care just there. For the fucking <laughs> for Hazel, yes, yes. Okay, so for Hazel, let me, yeah. Let me understand. Let me understand here. Some women, it's more important for them to be smart, intellectual, caring, mm-hmm. to show them all of these factors that they need emotionally before the physicality, and then other women, they just need him to have a six foot tongue and breathe through his ears. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. They want the three sixes. Six foot tall, six six foot tall, six figure income, and six inch dick. Six inches? Oh, hell no. No. <laughs> not, for, not for Hazel. Yeah. No, Hazel, sir. Hazel won't even look at you. Three sixes together, it's like the devil sign, right? So it's like yes. when yes. the devil. They yeah. do. I don't know about that, but so you. you, you devil. Yeah, gotcha. You got me at the six if, inches. If, if you flip that six upside down, then you have Hazel's <laughs> minimum requirement. There you go. <laughs> but if it ain't nine inches, you ain't getting on this ride, baby. There you go. That's right. <laughs> now, the I, on the other hand, the would moral much of this story the is that women are people and we all have different wants. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. So look, I'm I'm gonna address Lindsay Coleman if you guys don't mind. She commented and she said, um, if you're if you're just trying to get laid, then why do I need to know about your date? That's exactly how I am. Like, listen, dude, I don't give a shit about your day, what's going on here in your life. Like, are, did you come to fuck or what? That's it. 
yeah, mean, that's not me. You know, there, there has been but times where but that's just, just like, somebody's intentionally trying to go get laid. Yeah, if you're intentionally trying to go get laid, but there's times where I was out that I wasn't intentionally trying to get laid, and and we stuck. You know, there was a conversation with someone that I I got with, and there was a connection there, like like Scarlett was talking about. I think it, it depends on what type of of path you're on. If you if you definitely want to go out and get laid, then you're on that you're on that path. Yeah, I'm going to get laid. Yeah, I don't care about your day. But if you strike it up a conversation and you've got a connection with someone, you know, then there's a connection there. I think it just kind of depends on what your motives are in that particular moment. I mean, I don't think that it's yeah, I, a I, all, I all agree. the time. You know, it's not cookie I, I, cutter all the time. <clears throat> no, and that. And well, that's no, but we just. We, yeah, communication ahead, and honesty are. are with really someone, key. and we've had a great connection or whatever. Yeah, I'm like, damn, this guy's really key here. Like, what? I'm sorry, Hazel. No, no, no. Um, I was just agreeing. You know, conversation is great. Um. Until you get him home and he has a six-inch dick. Like, that's not going to work. Like, <laughs> fuck the conversation. <laughs> you got to go home. <laughs> well, you're also, I mean, on the y'all are also talking about two completely different things. One of you is talking about dating and actually dating with a purpose. The other is talking about getting dick. We all agree yeah. that if you're dating with a purpose, yeah. then intellect connection is important. That's not what Absolutely. you said. You said, uh, if I'm just getting dick, then what they say is important. Why? Why would I give a shit what you say if all I'm looking to do is to get laid? That may, no, if I'm looking yeah. to date someone more than for the next hour and a half, then of course a connection is important. But what yes. I always find interesting is the same women who usually tell me how intellect's important and how drive's important, about 90% of them are with the six two fit douchebag and then wonder why the six foot two douchebag fucks them and leaves them. It's like, well, that's exactly mm. what you got into. That's what you ordered off the menu. Yeah, but you yes. never you got it. Now you're pissed. You've never picked up somebody at the bar though, Chase, and and like within three minutes you walked out. I mean, you you kind of had to talk to him first a little bit, right? Or you didn't? Well, correct you. You always talk to him first, but you talk to him about again. When I start to talk to somebody at a bar, I'm not sure you talk about the most intellectual thing. Well, I don't no, walk up but and I mean, say, you, if I you walk up now and say, what's the last book you read? Well, I mean, no, but you kind of got to know. I mean, at least that they've got. Well, first of all, that they're not a serial killer. You kind of got to get that ruled out a little bit, you know. That yeah, but they're not, not going to tell you that anyway. Well, no, but you kind of get, <laughs> you can kind of get the spidey senses if they're not quite right. But, I mean, you kind of got to get to know them a little bit. That's what I'm talking about. Just kind of just will, not, not like, oh, well, had, what's your, what's your goals in life and what's your I've 401k portfolio? I've had girls within five minutes offer to go home with me and didn't know who I was, what my name was, where, yeah, it happened. Well, and they're stupid yeah, bitches. Nice. They're stupid. That's how they're women what? get killed. They're stupid. That's how women get killed and cut up in the river. Well, I mean, again, that's you. a little drastic. But because I've I've never you know, had that happen. to cut people. You've never had that happen before. <laughs> no, I nobody ever come up to me and was like, "Hey, let's go." And I'm like, "Dang, what?" Whew. Oh, you're you're, you're just sitting play. there talking and yeah, yes. So the the thing I think the thing that I always find interesting about this is. The conversation is completely different when you're talking about dating with a purpose, dating for somebody for the future, and just dating for somebody for right now. And what 
I find interesting in my talks, this is the relationship thing. Women will often pick Mr. Right now and try to make him Mr. Future. Those are yeah. two different creatures, yeah. man. Preach. Yeah. They just are. Yeah, I they agree. do try to change him. I agree. They do try to change him. Yeah. So I'm looking yes. for, for long term, you know? But maybe I'm just not that interesting. Maybe that's my problem. Well, first well, off, I would say it's your term. little pickup line um, <laughs> is is not that great, so I would yeah, stop definitely suggest line, you um, stop. change that. Just stop. Oh, okay, that's so, not so, like, nice. I'm not trying to use it as a pickup line. You know, I just I'm I'm a humorous person, and I I thought it was funny, so I figure if you can jive with that, like that's the only time I mm. ever use it like that. But, but what should I be like using funny as guys. a first message? If I was going to send a first message, I would look at I mean, their profile. I would find something on their profile that I yes. found interesting or eclectic or unique. I would say, hey, saw this on your profile. Thought it'd be really interesting to get to know you. Here's my number if you just want to get off this and chat. And I would probably give them my phone number in two to three messages because I don't want to go back and forth. I want to I want to gauge their interest. If they're not going to give me their number, they're not that fucking interested in the first place. So let's just cut mm -hmm. to the chase. So I'm going to yeah. do two or three little back and forth on the app. Give them my number. They're either going to text me or they're not. And once they text me, I'm going to pick up the phone. Don't text. Don't be a pussy. Pick up the phone and call them. And then give them your fucking ha-ha no. funny line. No, you no. No, 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 no. I don't know. I think every female is different. If a, if a woman not. hangs up with you because you're being funny, don't you don't want to go out with her anyway. Right. Of course not, because humor is my entire life. Yeah, you don't want to go out there anyway. Correct. Yeah, you don't no. want to. If, if she, okay, if she, if she I, blocks you for that joke. Then save your time. Don't go out with her in the first place. Right. <laughs> Do not yeah. call me. No. Right. Okay. Phone. You want? No. Because phone calls. Phone calls give me extreme anxiety. Text me. Do not call me unless I've given you permission to call me. If you just cold call me, I will not answer. And oh my gosh. Your chance. <laughs> oh my gosh. But my question is, who would who no. would possibly date you then? No. You're on a dating Guys app my age. for people to call. Well, I'm older than you. I mean, I am your age. No. And no, I. Yes, exactly. Right. Exactly. No. I have. I have something for you. Landis. That's a generational gap ah. here. It is yes, a generational gap. I have a piece you're of paper. You're taking notes. notes. We're taking. Okay, them. you're taking notes. Taking. Um, I got stuff written down. If you're looking for dating with a purpose, a long-term mm -hmm. relationship with a woman of quality, here quality. you go. Three bullets. Polarity, mystery, and scarcity. These are Ooh. the things that you should strive to have as a man. As much as we would hate to admit it as women, this is what we're attracted to. So we are most motivated as women, and I'm speaking in general. Right. In general, we as women are motivated by security. I would... Oh. I have a hypothesis that everything yeah, that we desire links to security somewhere, either emotional yeah. security, physical security, financial security, some kind of security. Mm -hmm. So yeah. if you could think about, think about the guys that physically are on the top of the food chain. What's the first thing that comes to mind? What's the financial physical security. attribute? Yeah. That well, women desire in men. In terms of age, money and size. Yes. No, no, yes. no, 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 no. Physical only. Oh. Uh, what would you say is the top thing that women look for physically? Height. I, six feet. Yes. Tall. Why? Height. How is that linked to security? 
uh, because they could see over bushes. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Which is why you're single. The guys that is why you're single. Tall. Now, they might, in reality, run screaming at the sight of a spider, right? It doesn't necessarily translate to security, practically speaking, but that's what we translate, right? When we see a big, tall guy, it translates to us security, right? Yeah, a guy I agree. Who looks like yeah. He could scare away anything, right? Yep. Uh, yes, I agree. Yep. Then let's it look at scary. the money aspect. Why do women go after the guys with money? Why? What does money mean? It means security. security. Yeah. Exactly. So all these things link to security. But the big thing, which I talk about on that episode called Nice Guys, why nice guys finish last. This whole phenomenon that people talk about, well, the nice guys finish last and the girls just want the assholes. It's not the fact that they're assholes. It's the fact that they're not knocked off their course. It's the yes. fact that they don't give a fuck what we think or say or do. They're going to go about their course no matter what we're doing. And that speaks security. It yes. makes us extremely scared to know that we are driving the ship. The Absolutely. accommodating guys, those quote unquote nice guys, they're overly accommodating and it scares the shit out of us because we know at the end of the day, we are batshit crazy. We have those moments where we're going to drive the ship off a cliff and you're, <laughs> if you're a nice accommodating guy that's just there to appease us, you're going to go down the fucking cliff with us and that is right. scary as fuck. I agree. You, you, you speak it, Scarlett, a thousand percent. But I also, think, I also think the women put up with douchebags and their behaviors a lot more than they should and don't give nice guys enough credit or chances. I think we. Well, I think it's I, because of what have I just explained. Yeah, I, I exactly. agree with Starla. It is. Exactly. It is. Why would we give the nice guy a chance whenever we can see right off the bat that he can easily be knocked off of his course? Why would we give well, him a chance? A, there's also a big difference in giving a nice guy a chance and ignoring a circus tent full of red flags. Exactly. Those are two different things. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean. We're, You've heard me say this before. Guys care about the women's past. Women care about a guy's future. When I'm driving my ship, you get on my boat and I'm the captain. You want to make sure I'm not going to run into an iceberg. I want to make sure you haven't sunk the last five fucking ships you've been on. I mean, yeah, that's just that. the way that works. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I get that. I mean, I get that. If you go on a date, well, if you, I mean, you go up to a date and you say, hey, I'll pick you up at 730. We're going to go to this restaurant and do this. They like that. They don't, where do you want to go? That Nobody likes that shit. Yes. I mean, right. Yeah, they want to I mean, guide you. Be assertive. authoritative. Yeah. Right, be Plan authoritative, be assertive. Yeah. Right, know your shit. But then in the same thing, you know, as, as I just said, guys care about your past, and that's a whole different phenomena that we'll get into. But, I mean, that what Scarlett said, I, I absolutely agree with. That I think so a lot me, of nice guys, they, they think nice is passivity. It's not. Let me throw out a rebuttal to what Scarlett said. If you want us to drive the ship, why the fuck do you criticize every detail that we do? Why does it matter where I park the car? Why does it matter if I've done this by this time? I told you it was going to get done. It's going to get done. Why is there constant questioning and criticism? If you want me to lead, if you want me to do it, 
let me fucking do it. I tell my wife all the time. I said, let me fuck this chicken, okay? Okay? Right. Continue. I'm fucking the dog. You so just I, hold have a book, I, have, I have a book recommendation for you, Brandon. It's called The Way of the Superior Man. He has an entire chapter in there about testing from women. And he mm-hmm. says in that book, never expect it to end. Just when you think you've gotten through the test, here comes another one. It's never going to end. And he talks about how women cannot fully love if they haven't fully felt the masculinity of a man, which comes from the testing of a woman. So go read it. It's a powerful book. Yeah, and it's just the entire differences between the genders. It's just the way women are and think and operate in the way men operate. I, I think it's just total polar opposites and it's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference between a gentleman and a nice guy? Mm. Ooh, good question. A gentle a gentleman will hold your Motiva- door. Motivation. A motivation. Ooh, nice motivation. Guy, I like that. Motivation right. could be well, a nice guy does things to try to get like a gentleman does it because that's what he is. If you're right. doing it because you think it's yeah, the thing see, to do, you're not a gentleman. Right. Well, I, I can say... be I can be a nice guy with I can be a gentleman with no motivation at all. True. Yeah. Just that's just who you are. So going back that... to my analogy of not being knocked off your course, the <clears> gentleman <throat> can do those things because it's part of his nature and his value system. Whereas yep. the nice guy is compromising himself in order to appease and gain the acceptance and the approval. Right. Gotcha. And I think there's very few gentlemen. I think there's a lot of nice guys, but I don't think there's a lot of gentlemen anymore. Unfortunately. Yeah. Chivalry's out of the window anymore. It's sad. It's because for the most part, it's not valued. I have literally held the door open for a woman that I'm not interested in just because I was raised in the South and that's what you do is you hold a door open and they have yelled at me and shut the door in my face because they're a woman and they can do it. I wasn't meaning it any type of way. I was just raised you open a door for a lady. You know, there's a thing that, you know, like when, for example, I have a daughter, okay, and I make sure that regardless of where we're going that she's always away from the street. You know, and I'm raising her that way to know that a man is supposed to keep the woman away from the cars and away mm-hmm. from, you know, the splashing of, you know, I, those things are important to me. And uh, something as simple as I don't like for us to split anything, because to me, if I let, you know, a pole in the middle of the, the Walmart parking lot come in between, you know, me and my wife, that's symbolic of me letting things come between us. And I don't even like that to happen. I keep her by my side and I keep her away from, you know, any dangers mm-hmm. that may be coming my way mm-hmm. it, it it baffles me the amount of women that are out there that when you do those nice things for them they are just nasty well, about it. And yeah. I would, yeah i would speculate that oftentimes in those <clears throat> cases it's probably coming from a wound right they probably were in some way abused by a man in their past so it probably is something that triggered something to where and, and I've seen this in my own life, in my own friend group, right? That the women that are the most feminine, uh, feminist, um, the, the ones that are the most independent, and I can do it, I don't need a man, are the most hurt by men. It, it seems to be a very direct correlation there. And I know a lot of guys 
talk about, you know, we can't do anything. If we say anything, we end up in HR. You know, there is a history there. There are a lot of women that have been abused. There are a lot of women who have been put down, who have had comments said to them, who have been pushed aside in their career. Like, this does happen. That is the reality, whether a guy wants to see that or not. So there is just a, what feels like sometimes an uphill battle just out of the gate of trying to prove that we are capable that we can do these things but in the, the i guess the double-edged sword to that is that we're losing some of what you've talked about right the ability to yep. be feminine and receive from a man yeah and that's the sad part of that is that we're losing the good aspects of that yeah silver you've heard me say this too before though i think that's the wrong question it's not can you do it it's should you do it i know you can open your own door but should exactly. you have to exactly uh -huh. can you it should you you can pay half the check but should you exactly. I mean, there, yeah. that's where that's where i think that it gets lost and the, it, we're asking the wrong questions it's not can you do it it should you do it actually so that, had, that's I if a, i open the yeah uh you know stop talking to me because she told me i was too polite then, you're you know a nice what, guy you know what brother good for you <laughs> run away from them I mean, you know, am I, old, you know, am I just being a gentleman, uh, you know? Well, you know what my grandfather told me? You know you know what the, the door test was when he was around? When you, you lock both your doors and you put her in one side and you walk around the other side, if she doesn't reach over and pull the lock up, don't want yeah. to date. Oh, mm. yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. there's some things. I will tell you, one of the best first dates I ever went on, and I married her, uh, we went to a bar and we sat down and we, right when we sat down she said oh let's change sides and i said well why are we changing sides sat down she goes well that way you can see the tv because football was on oh okay man. i mean that's good stuff right there. i it remember is. that i mean that's that's somebody thinking about somebody other than themselves you know and what i hear all the time is i can and i can i can well you know what you can do a lot of shit. doesn't mean you should <laughs> exactly you know, yeah I, slightly off at topic. the same time going back to what i said earlier the three bullet points of attracting women polarity mystery and scarcity polarity is a big part of that and probably what she was talking about and probably didn't know how to articulate to you is that we need some element of that conflict in the relationship we need you to disagree with us once in a while we need to see that you are fully in yourself a masculine man with values and convictions and passions that are completely exclusive from us and if we see that you're always agreeing with us, there's no yeah. clarity there. And that's scary. It is. I agree right. with that. I mean, if I disagree with something, I definitely voice my opinion on it. But I mean, what if... I'm hearing is women want a man who has everything going right in their life and knows what they want so they can come in and screw it up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what or, I said. If you, I was going to say a little more. If you want to be a little more controversial, you could say a man who's worked really hard to get there, so she can come along for the ride without earning it. That's what you could say too. Hi. Um, okay, I am a very successful uh, woman, and I do not need a man 
at all. Mm, that's yeah, the only thing. perfectly yeah. capable. Well, we're, yeah. not, we're not talking about what you need. I, I, no man, no man needs a woman. My home, so no man I don't need, needs a woman either. I don't need a guy who needs yeah. who Nobody has needs money. a female either. Nobody Understood. needs it. We're not talking about what you need. I, about what I you understand. Want. But there is an element there of I need a guy who is on his course who is successful, driven, ambitious, not because I need his money, but because right. I want to see all those things I just described. I want to see that. And that's what brings the optimal attraction from me to all those things you were talking about. Like, oh, let me move to so you have a good view of the TV. That it's... comes out of me when I'm feeling the optimal attraction to a guy. But it's I a agree. That's a well, partnership. Correct. It's being a partner. It's not... It's not a one man band, you know. When you start, when you start feeling like you're doing everything, it it brings up animosity. If you feel like you're always giving, 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 and not getting anything back, there's a lot of animosity that gets brought up. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, when there. I ask what and, you bring to the table, yeah, yeah, when I ask what you bring to the table, I got pushback. If it's a partnership, what are you bringing to the partnership? Right, and a lot of the time I said I that, do, and I got pushback. Yeah, most of the guys are 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 saying exactly what you were saying. And are are the ones that aren't getting anything in return. That's so why are you guys? I do this. I, I bring the money. I bring the effort. I bring the chivalry. I open the door. I do this, and you show up. What, what are you bringing to the? What are you bringing to this partnership? But I'm I'm talking about a relation that's a relationship that's already been established. I'm not talking about a yeah. date. I am talking too. about a relationship that's too. already what, been established. What is somebody bringing to that relationship? If it's a partnership, yeah. what is somebody bringing to it? Because I have found most women say, I'm bringing me. Well, I can promise you, if well, I then that's, out a date, she said, you don't what am I bringing? The market on pussy. Well, then no. every female has one. That's then you need, you're finding the wrong women. Because there's women out there no, that would not say that. But that's most well, women. There's, we're talking about in general, most women. Yeah. No, you can't most say it's all say, women. That's bullshit. You can't say it's all women. It's a it generalization. Always. It's not the exception yeah. of the rule. That's what we're referring to as the, the generalization, not the exception. But yeah. I think the in a relationship, bring themselves. No, but I think in a relationship, if you bring a hundred percent of everything that you have mentally, physically, financially, yeah. um, everything else, and I bring a hundred percent of everything that I have within yeah. me mentally, then it's it's not what it's it's given i'm giving you everything that i have just as much as you're giving everything that yeah. you have like i said i don't well, think no, it's that's a tit true. for tat if, if we go in to buy a house and i put in a million dollars and you have three dollars well, that's not a partnership but hold on, hold on. just because she's but wait just because she doesn't have that same kind of money that doesn't mean she's not there for you emotionally. That doesn't mean that she's not there for you um, physically and makes asking. a safe space for and you. She could I, be that asking. person that makes I'm you asking, that I'm makes you comfortable verbally. That's what he's asking. Again, I'm asking. That's what I'm asking. I keep asking that, and nobody keeps answering. You keep telling me I bring. You, I'm a partner. Well, yes. what are you bringing to the partnership? Are you bringing emotional stability, emotional security, so you have my back all the time? Are you going to be there for me? I get sex whenever I want it. Do you? I mean, what are you bringing to the table? Because there's I, answers I to that say, question. Best podcast we've ever done so far. 
I'm just throwing this out there. <laughs> Landon is enjoying himself. <laughs> well, you gotta be. You gotta be medical. assertive, Chase. You gotta be assertive. Tell me what the fuck you want. Tell me what well, the fuck you want. Do you want emotional you. spillity? Do you want? Tell me what you want, and I'll give it to you. You heard me. But you, you can't just say that. Just can't. You can't. What are you bringing to the table? You're bringing your three dollars. No. You can't. Tell me what I can't say. Want. Tell me what you want because when I don't you tell know. You I don't know if I agree with. Okay, so I'm trying. I would. I would say what I want. Except what I'm asking is, if this is a partnership, I can tell you what I bring. But if I ask you what you're bringing, simply platitudes aren't a thing. It can be emotional security. It can be mm -hmm. sex. It can be emotional support. It can be all those things. But, yeah, but I, I don't. don't I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I agree with Willow there. For the simple fact is, is if 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 you ask someone. What are you looking for? And their response is, well, tell me, like, this is what I'm looking for. Anybody to me can say, yeah, I can give you all of those things. But in reality, they can't. Correct. In reality, so for me personally, right. for me personally, and we've discussed this before, I'm not going to answer that question. Allow me to show you who I am and what I can offer you with me being everything that I am right now in my life. And you can make that, that, that decision. If I am a value to where you are in your life or not. Yeah. And vice versa. Yeah. I agree right, but that, that means you're bringing something to the table. Correct. And I'm not, yeah, but you it's can't, not a you money can't, thing, but you can't go into that then with expectations chase of saying, well, then what are you bringing to the table right now? You're going to have to wait and see what we can bring to the table. You can't have I that. Can, I agree. I, can I can feel like it's an aggressive question. Exactly. I, exactly. Can, I can if you're bringing expectations in, then I can ask what the expectations are of you. I've heard a guy needs to do that. He needs to be assertive. A guy needs to make decisions. A guy needs to be creative on the date. A guy need, I mean, I've heard a lot of what the guy needs to do. Yes. I've heard zero from y'all what you need to do. Yes. Okay, yes. so let me let me stop and rephrase the question because I think it's getting lost in translation. I think the way that Chase is trying to present this argument is that if, as a man, he is giving the expectation that you want as a woman, is he if he is meeting those standards financially, emotionally, whatever it is that you specifically want as a woman, well, you as a woman what are the things that you're willing to give back for him meeting that criteria that you're looking for? So can Correct. you answer that without it sounding I, mean, but just like, what can what you give you as a woman? What, that, that's what also valid. Want? That what is valid. You want? <laughs> but you're telling us what you want in a man. In a woman, we're asking what Yeah, can so you tell us what you want in a woman. Okay. okay. So, and so, so you're asking us to provide all the answers. We told so you what we want in a boy. So you tell us what you want in a girl. You, sure. Thank you, Lila. That's emotional. what I was trying to get at. Yeah. I want emotional security. I want you to be sexually adventurous. Okay. I want you to be confident in yourself. I want you to be there for me. I want to know you have my back no matter what. I want mm. to know that you're there for me. Those are the things that I want. I want emotional stability and security. And okay. I think that's what most Great. men want. That's a generalization for sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. so that's a, right. As a man, let me, so my perspective, you said, what do I want from a woman? My wife asked yes. me this question yes. the other day. She, she looked me in the eye and she said, what is your favorite thing about me? Okay. 
And I sat there for a minute and I really thought about it. And you know, most men would immediately be like, oh, your smile, baby, or oh, the way you put it down or whatever. No, my toes. favorite <laughs> thing about her toes. is that she is supporting me in my endeavors yes. of building the tavern and this this company that I'm trying to build. She has been okay. supporting me 100%, and that is what she's bringing to the table, and that is what I love, regardless of the arguments or whatever the, else that goes on in the background. Re, you know, it's 12 years cake. later, she is still here, and she is yep. still supporting me in whatever crazy avenue I'm choosing to do, and yep. that is what she brings to the table that I want as a man. Well, yep. I agree, and you know what? That's why I say for me personally – Anyone can tell you those things, right? But we all know it takes time to prove right. that you are there yeah. for someone emotionally, for to support someone. It, that takes time to prove to a man that that is who we are and that is what we bring to the table. Yeah. It's not over a, a few dates. We can't prove that over a few dates. That takes yeah. time. To, to build those things, but you can, but you can absolutely those. ruin that over a few dates. You can absolutely blow that over a few dates. You can't prove sure. it. But you can ruin it over a few dates. Sure, yeah. but then yeah, you're you not. Gonna, yes, then it's not going to amount to a relationship. Then it's it's off or not, and you move on. Right. You know the, the thing that I've always said is this: is <laughs> that the, the ideal partner, woman, whatever the ideal partner for me. I will go fight any dragon for her. Absolutely. As long as when I as long as when I come home, she says I love you baby win or lose. Thank you. If she only says I love you baby when I win, and I think that's what happens most of the time. It's when you win, when you're on top, everybody loves you. When you yep. lose, only the good ones love you. Yep. And that's well, that's what I would say the difference is. No, I can agree with that. Well, that's well, kind of sad. That that's kind of sad because it sounds like you haven't met uh, some good women because I believe I, there's good. Yes. Until the one that I I'm mean, married to, I have not. I, right. I mean, I, I think there's good women out there that would, that would boost you up and that would um, make you feel like you're number one and, and that would make you feel like you are. But that's hero. where the that supportive comes in. Sure. Her, so, just right. her and being those, supportive in general, sure. whether or not he wins or loses, it doesn't right. matter. Baby, we got this. Fuck right. that dragon. Dragon right. was a damn loser anyway. Like, right, right. <laughs> you right. know, and that's all. <laughs> and that's all fun and easy to say until you're there. Yeah. And that's yeah. All, when you say you haven't met good women, sure I have. I, I have dated and met them. It's also easy to say, yeah, if someone patted your ass, I'd go hit him in the face. Until yeah. you have to go hit him in the face. Exactly. And then there's yeah. very few people do that. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, and it's big, it's big, big talking's easy. And that's where I say, you know, when, when somebody asks me a question, because I do this all the time, I give pushback, and you know this. And, and when I give pushback, I had somebody ask me, okay, I said, what's that one special thing you bring to the table? And so I had somebody ask me that. And I said, okay, I asked three girls I dated, and they said, no matter where we are, the position we're in, or the situation, I always felt like you were in control. I never felt like it was above. I never felt unsafe. So that's that safety and security. I'm not the best looking guy out there. I know that. Pretty charming, pretty charismatic. But that safety and security is a thing. If you're a female who's never had that, then yeah, I'm a pretty good draw. If you're a female that's been safe, secure your entire life, then you don't know what it is. 
And if you're a guy who's had to fight for everything you've always had by yourself, a female stand up or who, man, whatever side, I'm not saying only females, but for me, a guy I've got perspective, a female having your back, a female when you come home and go, God, man, I blew it today, saying, no, I, I give this example all the time. I went broke. I went broke, and I mean bad broke. And I was coming home from loading trucks at UPS so I could buy my kids Christmas presents. I, and I was living in a huge house, and I had all the trappings. And on the way back, my wife, I was feeling bad. Call, she called me, and I had. she goes, hey, are you wearing a UPS uniform? And I said, well, I've got the shirt on. Why? She goes, hurry home. I've never fucked a UPS driver before. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That, that <laughs> is what it's all about. I mean, and so that's it, what it's about. My rebuttal to this thing, you, you mentioned that you want a man who's always strong in his beliefs and always stays his course. And we say as a man, we want a woman who's going to catch us when we fall. And women are always saying, oh, well, you know, a man should be allowed to be vulnerable. Men are allowed to cry. That's fine. But the moment you cry in front of a woman, you show weakness and they lose a little bit of faith in you being a man. So it's not true that men are allowed to be vulnerable because every time um, you do it, she loses no, a little bit of faith in I you. I don't. I don't necessarily agree with that. Me too. I'm with personally. Myself. Personally, yeah. I will. I will be honest with you. In a relationship, it would bring me so much. What's the word I'm looking for? Joy Gratitude. Don't say that. It it yeah, would be in that being that he feels so safe and secure that he is allowing me to see him in such vulnerable state and it is up to me to step up and to make him feel comfortable and know the baby we got this but that's like i know the chips are down i, I say this with all i say this with all love respect in the world that's not true Exactly. No. Landon, oh. landon tell them what happened tell them what happened to you when you cried what, what time? Like, <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> after your mother, no, I, your sex, before I was sex. told, I, I've been told before <laughs> that uh, men don't cry, that, that I'm not a man if I'm sitting down crying, you know, about something. And I, I can't remember well, exactly what it was, but it was, a, it was a very emotional time for me to actually be crying. I, I don't know the situation, but I, I remember it. I I'm think there's, about, a, uh, I think there's a big there's difference, some... guys, in, in if I come home and my kids go to college or my kid graduates or it's an emotional thing, if I cry and I let my emotions show, then I think that's vulnerability yeah, you can show. If I come point. home and I say, Scarlett, I don't know how we're going to pay the rent tomorrow. We might get evicted. And I start crying. Yep. No, nobody finds oh, yeah. that vulnerable. They find, nope. that, they find that weak and shitty. Yep. So we don't. I don't know if we find it weak. We find it scary that we, just like Scarlett said earlier, we find it scary that you have lost control over the ship, and now we have to try to steer the ship. Amen. Yeah. So man, that is that is what we're saying. That is a different. That's still, a different issue from the emotions. It's, still it's not vulnerable. the emotions that we're portray human. weakness. Right. We're human. We it's have emotions. emotions. That's what I said. The, the uh, story, absolutely, it's a, not the emotions that are portraying weakness. You can be completely in your emotions and still be not knocked off your course, still be authentically you, still be driven on a path. Human. 
That is the no, leading no, no, cause no, 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 of suicide no. in men. That is why. Yes. Because we will sit out in the car and we will cry because how the fuck am I going to pay this bill? How am I going to put Correct. food in my daughter's mouth? And then I have to come inside and still be that man. Or else my woman's going to look at me like because that's I'm your because that's a man's role and I exactly. don't think that my role is to provide security and if I'm failing to do that I'm failing as a man exactly. and I can't go and tell the people I'm supposed to be protecting that I'm failing at it you don't we don't get that option then they'll that's leave just, me too correct they'll go find somebody who is providing safety and security exactly. correct yes that is so why anybody who says that that's yeah, that more times than than yes. not yes have you heard of the tree it's in the not, front yard where we leave I our can't problem? argue with that. Because when a man get, when a man gets out of his car, that tree in the front yard will touch it, and we'll leave our problems right there, so we don't bring it in the house and put our burden on our family. That's my burden that's tree. Just, that's right. That's what you're okay, supposed so to do. Okay, so do you have good, strong men in your life that you can have those conversations with? Fuck no. That's the bigger problem. That's, Fuck no. I that's think that problem. is the biggest. I really think that is the biggest issue is that yep. we as women have no problem having our tribe and we can go yep. and pour our hearts out and cry together. And men don't do that. No, right. they don't have, have a support no system. Yep. In yep. all honesty, right. me and Brandon have each other. That's it. That's all we got. That's all we've been I think a lot of that, a lot of that has to do like I'm a father and I have my two sons. I'm there. Some, I'm supposed to be that for them, and I would right. hope they are that for each other. But as as my age, my I'm a little older than y'all. No, there's no one that I can go to and say, "Oh, woe is me." Guess what's going on? That's just you. Just have to suck it up and go. Yeah. Because me going to somebody saying, "Oh my God, woe is me. How am I going to pay the rent?" Doesn't get the rent paid. Doesn't fix anything. It just doesn't, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't but fix I still anything. Have right. A burden. right, but if you have Correct. someone to go to. If you but have someone to go to, well, you but need we to create relationships are important. So I would suggest that you create rela strong relationships with other men. But how do you create that, those relationships when they leave you because they see it as weakness? That's the problem. We're in a perpetual cycle. You show that weakness right, no, and those people leave right. because you're not a man. I don't know how men think, but for us as females... I could go to Scarlet right now and cry my heart out and say, this is my problem. Bet money, she's going to, we will sit there and come up with solutions to my problems. Well, sure. So, but most okay. I think you guys need to support each other more than, than normally happens. And there, yeah. there probably I are sex of men all over the place that do, but by and large, the guys that I talk to do not have a support system. Nope. And you right. need one. A mentor... We're groomed Something. to suffer alone. Yes, we're That's groomed to suffer we alone. We cannot put our burdens on anybody else. We have to figure it out as men. Because we're men. We need you, to figure it I out. Would also go but that's, to, I would also um, Just because go you're to, you groomed that mean. way doesn't make it right or true. Correct. Right. Yeah, but it's hard to change when every man's groomed that way. There well, the are men that you can't say even too, say. Go, that's true, but... but I would also say if you do that, the thing and one of the reasons that most men go find other women is because that is that safety security that you can go to them and you usually find that other person in a moment of trauma. And so they already know your weakness and they accepted it. You don't have to tell them. You, they, they met you when you were broke. They met you in a downtime. They met you because that's the reason you opened up. Yeah. And now they know your weakness. They accepted it. So you're safe in showing it to them. 
And then your girlfriend or whoever wonders why you did it. Well, because I couldn't come to you. Now, that doesn't make it right or wrong. It just makes it a thing. But it happens. And when you say men should support each other, I I think when you say women should support each other too, yeah, that's fine. I tell you what, you get a group of six women together and you have the one that tells the other five, one of them being single, my really rich husband is such a dick. We're having a horrible marriage. It's bad. We're not sleeping together. You wait until that one single one start, or the other one starts talking to him. See how quickly it takes before that happens. You're not going to tell. You're going to be very selective in what women you tell your secrets and your weaknesses to, because you don't want them to go do. You don't want them to take advantage of it. Men are the same way. I don't. I don't know. I'm speaking in generalities here because that definitely does not describe our group. It doesn't. but no, but we're talking to a podcast. We're not talking about the four of you. We're talking about generalities. We're talking yes. in general, not the exception. We're, we're talking uh, to Lila, an audience. Yes. What were you going to say, Lila? Oh, I was just going to say that, that that is a problem that only men can fix for each other. Us women can't do anything to help you guys support each other, you know? It's going to take yeah. each of you guys individually stepping up and being the vul- vulnerable one and being, hey, man, I am here for you in this capacity. We really can't help you here. We don't know how you think. We know how you've been raised, but we can't change that for you. Oh, so, I mean, doesn't yeah. want other men to do it. They want their wife to do it. So, exactly. Exactly. I want to go to other Thank men. You. I want to mention yeah. the book, The Way of the Superior Man, because he talks a lot about this. And, and there's actually a quote that I would like to read. He says, but if she is a good woman, a strong woman, she will not tolerate your childish need for a pat on the head, collecting bigger toys and being the king of the mountain. A good woman will love the childlike part of you, but she will want your life to be guided by your deepest truth, not your untended childhood wounds. She wants to feel that at your core, you've grown beyond the need for kudos and million dollar toys. She wants to feel your self-generated strength of truth. And that's what I keep trying to touch on. Even Mm -hmm. in your darkest hour, are you still holding true to who you are, your authentic self? Are you still holding true to your values? Are you still showing work ethic? All those things that make you a man, make you masculine, make us respect you. So how but does he that talks change? a lot in this book. Scarlett, none, need... of the, none of those none things of are not crying. None of those things are opening up. None of those yes. because the second you do all that, you're not you're you're, you're not, not doing exactly what that quote says. Exactly. You're doing the opposite so, of what that quote says. So he talks about the need for guys to be there for each other. But you we guys don't have want to another guy to be other. there for us. Yeah, but, but well, that's your that's that's a problem. That's that is a problem. Is you guys are not setting up the support system for yourself so that you don't have to cry in the car, that you're not committing suicide. At the end suicide. of the day, it doesn't change the fact that if I'm crying to Landon at the end of the day, that doesn't help when I want to be crying to my wife. So Does that me, make can sense? Can I ask a question? Can I ask a question to the, the women in the group? If Brandon up, and Landon and I, if Brandon, Landon and I are each other's support system, if Brandon, Landon and I are the breadwinners in our household. What the hell do we need a wife for? Mm. Mm. So y'all are going to fuck each other or what? what? No. Nope. <laughs> 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 you tell me. Just what like we are, okay. I mean, I what want my wife to be my support system. A woman is admiration what? and respect. Women seek security. Men seek admiration and respect. But how Stats. does that come? 
you get the utmost admiration and respect from a woman when we feel secure. Those okay. are directly correlated. And that's the problem. Right, but, you're not answering, but you're not answering my question. If you're not giving me that emotional support, if we're getting it from each other, because you said we should find it in other men. If we, but that doesn't mean we're still not men. giving. No, no, no. We're talking about seeking counsel from your from other men. Not we're still going to be there for you emotionally. But that's well, what no, we're I don't need at, to see that we're not getting right, it emotionally. Right. That you say you're that you'll be the, there for us yes. when we need you, but, but we're not. not. So I can go and I can cry to Landon and say, "Hey, I don't know how the hell I'm going to feed my family this week." But if I go do that to my wife, now she feels unsafe. And it's a question of, oh, do I still want to be with this man because he can't provide? Good point. So I actually had yes. this exact conversation with one of my best friends. His name is Mel on the podcast. He came on for a couple of episodes. But he told me after reading The Way of the Superior Man, he read that book. And he said it has changed his life. And it has changed the way that he speaks to his fiance. And he told me one thing that he had changed about his conversations with her. That instead of showing indecisiveness whenever he's trying to make a decision in his life, he instead comes to her when the decision has been made and said, this is what we're going to do versus coming to her in the indecisive phase. And he said it has completely transformed their relationship and the way that she interacts with him. Noticeable. And that's all fun and games as long as what his decisions are correct. Yes. His decisions run the ship into an iceberg. She'll bail, man. She'll jump ship quick. I mean, that's, yeah, she'll jump ship in a heartbeat. It all goes back to security. The more secure your woman feels, the more admiration and respect. And what you're describing as support is actually admiration and respect. The more she feels secure, the more of that you will get. So and the more you cry to her, the less secure she feels. So when yes. the woman comes crying to us, uh, we're we're supposed to, you know, covet that, right? We're supposed to be there and, you know, show the love and the hugs and, you know, do and what be you that need rock to and not right. leave no matter what. But, but the women don't do that for us. Is, is from that parable was that women aren't supposed to do that for us. Aren't supposed to do what? Be that rock. To be that rock. I don't think that that is the role of the woman. Do you really want your woman to be your rock? Yes. That, that is yes. the role of That's the man. Yes. 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 That's why we do When you say, yeah. what is your definition of rock? It's the when emotional you, when you say rock, what do you mean exactly? That we I can go to her to no matter known. what. We have to be a rock. And tell her what's going on. Yes. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. We, we always so have to, me, to be that. To me, rock stone. means security, rock. right? Rock yes. is so unmovable. Rock moment, is secure. Rock when is I unmovable, get home, right? When I get home and right. I have been that rock all day, sometimes I need to sit down for a minute and not be stone. Because you can't be stone your whole life. You can't. So I want my woman to be that one place where I can come home and not be stone. I can still be stone for her. But when I get done with work and I have been stoned all day long, there are times where I need to be water for a minute. And Scarlett, and you keep can't saying, provide that. That's not the woman I want. And Scarlett, you, you keep saying security, security, security. But from a guy, that emotional support is security. That's yes. what we want. That's our security. You're, you're missing that. That's our security. You've heard me say this. What's worse for a guy to cheat on a woman and for a woman to cheat on a guy? I, as a guy, what? can cheat on you and still provide. 
provide you financial security. You as a woman cannot so, cheat on me and to provide me emotional security. And so if that's what so we're looking what for- what you're describing we're... as emotional support, I would argue is that admiration and respect, right? You're looking for that woman that thinks the best of you, that admires you, supports you, is your cheerleader. That's what you're looking for, right? No. But Scarlett, in order to admire, we have to do something admirable. If we're not, if you're losing money, if you're not making, if you're not paying bills, what is she respecting and admiring? Exactly. Nothing. We're not we're not looking for that. We're looking for comfort. That's not what we're looking for. Correct. We're just looking, looking for, for someone to say it's going to be okay. We'll figure it out. We're not looking for the respect. We're not looking yes. for you to be like, I, you got this, baby. I'm not even looking for that. I'm just looking for the, I know you're hurting right now, but we'll figure it out. That is what we want on the deepest level. Or even and we already we'll know we're going to figure it out. We know we're going to figure it out. You're figured out. Just we say, hey, baby, you know what? I'm going to kiss you, hug you. I'm going to make your lunch tomorrow. You got this. Cool. Just I don't want to look behind me to make sure you're still there. Yes. And that's what you're, that's what you're missing about the emotional support aspect of it. It's not it's not I the think... admiration. Okay, but the what you're describing there is really more of a mom son relationship. So then aren't women looking for a dad relationship? Because mm. I mean, basically that's what we're doing. Right. Yeah, being your supporter. Yeah. Be insecure. If you want a woman that respects you and admires you, she cannot perceive you to be like her son. But well, no, but but you're no, I'm not saying to perceive you like her dad. I'm not saying that you can't be emotional, but you do have to be unmovable. You do have oh, to be that rock, that security. Well, yeah, you can be emotional, but you still have to be the rock. And from my experience, you guys love it whenever we call y'all daddy. <laughs> no, no, not me. Actually, I no, had that you. happen one time, and I went ultra soft and put my pants on and left. Yep. I have a daughter, do not like. So it's, it's just it doesn't do it for me. Nope. <laughs> I I will say that that I get get what you guys are saying about the emotional support and stuff, and I I understand that. What what I wouldn't want is you coming to me and wanting me to fix your problem for you. Oh no! Right. If you just want no. me to hug you and kiss you and say you got this, we're good. I'll hold you yeah. all you want. I can do that all day, but please do not bring me your problem and say what do I do? Right. Yeah, that's, that's not what I'm asking for. It's just to say, hey, you know, I'm here for you. We already know we're going. We we've already got cogs in the wheel spinning about yep. how to fix it, but we we're gonna we, fix we've it. Got that emotional support to say, hey, you know what? We got this. But and in that moment of panic and spiral, I just need you to be like, you're going to figure this out. You got this because be like, you know what? You're damn right. I am going to figure this out. And I do got this. And I always do. Because because Brandon and Landon, I'll tell you as a man, my experience has been if I tell a woman or my partner, whoever it is, hey, here's the problem I got. I don't hear, hey, baby, you got this. I hear, well, if you can't pay rent, how are you going to pay the car bill? How are we going to feed the kids? How we... They add to it. It they isn't, hey, let it. me help you. It's They add well, to the problem. They don't help you with the problem. They are full well, yes, of anxiety. Then why, would I, then why would I ever go to her? Exactly. Why would I tell her? Why would I ever cry and I open up Which is why you men need each other. Because that that's conversation not what we want, is not though. for her. But that's not well, what, that's what you guys need. But that's not what we want. Well, it we have each help. other. We have we each other and we do that. But that's not what helps. That's not at the end of and the day. That's, I don't and want women holding me kissing my forehead. I mean, you know, and if you know I what? needed you. 
I'd be there. Just as a simple, <laughs> just as a simple response, just as a simple response, I could pick a guy that you need. You don't want him. You mm. don't want the average guy. You don't want the guy making sixty grand a year that's five nine and has some college. None of y'all want that guy. But that's who you need. Hazel doesn't want. Hazel doesn't need a ten inch dig. <laughs> but that's she sure wants it. So you keep telling us, well, that's what we, here's what you need, here's what you need, but you keep telling us what you want. I'm simply pointing out that doesn't go both ways. And it, if, it's, uh-huh. if you expect us to get what, what we need. What we need is security. And what we but need to give you the optimal yeah. support, love, admiration, and respect is security. That's but what Scarlett, we if need I, if on I a very fundamental three, level. If I brought you a 300-pound, six guy who had security, you wouldn't want him. And you yep. wouldn't give him the time of day, and you know that. And so that's the I disagree difference. with you. You say you see women I, I with ugly men pounds. all the time who speak security. To well, them. first off, a phenomenon well, that's very prevalent, actually. Let me say I mean, this: guys, you're like, how the heck did security. you get her? Let me say this: was because he spoke security to her. That's how I, ugly guys get supermodels. I know Scarlet, and whenever it comes to Scarlet, looks do not matter. Again, we're yeah, talking in generalities. We're not, I have proven we're talking, that. <laughs> we're talking in generalities here. We're not no, 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 no. You specifically pointed me out. You pointed me out and said, Scarlett, you wouldn't give him the time of day. And I did with ugly men. And she okay, would. Then you're, in yeah. the point, then you're in the 0.1% of women out there. So the now we're talking about the 99.9%. Right. You're the exception would, to the rule. Now let's talk about the rule. But... Even in the world at large, you see the phenomenon of ugly guys with super hot women and wonder how the hell did this guy get this woman? No, because he like security to her. Yeah, you see rich guys with, uh, with ugly with pretty women. Yeah, Why? See the average Why? Because the average because the financial them. security is important. Yes, exactly. Exactly, that's her whole point. He's given her security. But that regardless what he looks so, like but that guy making millions of dollars that has that supermodel wife cannot go home and cry to her about how Correct. he lost he that can't. business meeting today yes and if he and went he home more likely and said, to I lost all my money he wouldn't have a supermodel wife anymore exactly I can see what you guys are saying and I, I can see what you guys are saying and um, I, co- I can definitely understand um, and I understand what Scarlett is saying as well. Um, and that's why I say for me personally, I think that those things to be available to someone to allow them to be vulnerable and and for us to be supportive, it takes time. It takes time for us to know that, yeah, the chips may be down right now, but at the end of the day and next year, five years, 10 years or whatever, you're always going to give me that support that we need. Therefore, I can I can give you that emotional stability that you need as well. Yeah, but Hazel, what, what happens if there's two it's years the that goes time, by that he I've doesn't do I've never heard that. a woman say, I understand what you're saying as a man. Yep, Landon. Yeah. I'm with you, buddy. Hazel, I, I appreciate you for yeah, that. I never have either. I, and I think it depends on the individual. The individual is a man because I know... My husband, when he has things he's internalizing, 
he he does things that aren't very healthy. He goes to do. Yeah. And and then I'm like, okay, hun, like what's going on? And he will And that probably gives you anxiety. And it does. It does. You're exactly right. And and I'm like, let let you know, give it to me. Like tell me, let me help you. And he doesn't want to put undue stress on me. So instead of him doing that, he will internalize it and then do something unhealthy. Right. But I, you know, I think that comes from what they were saying <laughs> yeah. is that they already know that you're going to be stressed about yes. whatever issue. Oop. Yes. It yeah. doesn't do any good for me to go and, and tell anybody that when all it's going to do is add more stress. It's more stress that I have. To why would he with. feel so comfortable? Right. Right. Well, I, 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 I get that. I think my husband, it's in my case, I think he just wants to alleviate any issues from me because of, of, of my background. But we don't I, want you to deal with the stress and we right. don't want you to leave. Right. At the end of the right. day, and I want the woman that's going to stay even through the storm. And if I burden you with things I can't handle, I'm worried that you may leave. And that's, but and that's why the men end up crying in the cars before they walk into the house. But yet yeah. it, it's kind but of a what double... you just described there, Brandon, is a beta male mindset. Yeah. Oh, don't use beta and alpha male. Don't use those terms. You don't give me that crap. I've, I'll, I'm, you I'm are a beta male. I'm an alpha male. I'm a, I'm a freaking toucan. I don't care. I can. I have emotions. Playing devil's advocate here. I agree there, with Scarlett on this. There, Brandon. What you're describing there, Brandon, is that your behavior is being driven by the fear of rejection. And I guarantee you she knows this about you, whether consciously or subconsciously, and in the end, loses respect for you because of it. So you're saying that, that is not for every a man. man? For bait? Yes. Well, yeah. Well, we've been talking about it's this whole time anyone... is every man. You're, so you're saying every man's a beta male, if that's the perspective. No, 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 no. It's, it's a beta male me. mentality is what she's saying, is that so you I'm fear that of you when you let fear guide your actions and especially fear of rejection or a lack of acceptance by us. That when a man shows you that emotion, that. you will leave. You have made that clear. So it is a justified fear. Correct. Correct. Well, what what happened to the we, the vows of for better and for worse? Exactly. That's what we're looking. That's literally all we're saying. We're yeah. looking for that woman that won't leave. Well, well I'm gonna be honest with you here. But like, I took an oath and 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 a vow, and that's where I, I'm standing. I can understand that, well, right? But, but, the, but also, paradigm of guys that finish last. We're chasing the guys that don't need us. Right. That's who we're chasing that yeah. don't need us. So you're that you're chasing the guys who, who are don't going to accomplish what you. they need, and they don't need our validation. They don't need our acceptance. You're That's chasing the guys that don't want you. You're chasing, you're chasing the guys those... that don't want you. Correct. They don't want you. Because if no, they wanted you, they would want that validation. We're chasing the men that don't need us. Right. Scarlet, I'm, I'm about as need. Scarlet. I'm about as type A as you can get, and I'm telling you that you're chasing the guys that don't want you. If they wanted you, 
they would they would open up to you and they would do that because every behind every guy that's strong and alpha there is some woman somewhere that he opens up to i behind promise every you great man is a great woman correct and if it's not you he's opening up to it's someone and i'm just telling you that's and if you call me a beta man then that, okay. that's just ridiculous. you're getting you're that's getting things confused here okay well put a put a pen in that for a second but opening up is a different issue than letting fear guide your actions those are two separate things you can be well, emotional on, can... and vulnerable and not let fear guide your actions but what he but what brandon said scarlet is the fear he's not talking about the fear of the problem he's talking no. about the fear of opening up and you leaving exactly that's the fear Which you have said that's is a, that's not my fear and, and you said that if you that open up and show your fear, actions, I guarantee you that's not the only instance where the fear of her acceptance or lack of acceptance, the fear of her rejection guides your behavior. That is not the only instance where that occurs. And I guarantee I, you, whether consciously Scarlett, or subconsciously, she knows it and she has lost respect. So what fear, you described earlier of her bitching about the way you park the car, that is the result of her understanding that at the end of the day, she is driving the ship because you are driven by the fear of her rejection. So, and I think that's what she's saying. The beta male mentality comes in because yes. and a, yes. a, a strong... Um, alpha man he doesn't he's not going to care about that fear he's not even going to worry about that fear because he already knows that like so regardless wrong. that is just that's so wrong so what, what i'm it's hearing is so wrong and correct well, me well this is coming from a so bunch wrong. of beta males so okay. where's an alpha guy so i'm a beta male now okay <laughs> i'm just trying to say <laughs> the most alpha let's, male you've met correct me if i'm wrong <laughs> i'm going to challenge you on that there have been sure, numerous no. instances that I have witnessed of your behavior where fear did guide you, most recently with your ex-wife. And I won't get into the details, but the fact no, that you lied fear. to her. It's not worth the fight. That is it's absolutely not worth the fear. Absolutely so fear. When you have fight. to lie no, to someone, when you lie to someone, it is driven by fear. That is and so that well not true. Especially, Scarlett, that is just not is. true. Well, that's, that's I, just not true. I can agree with Scarlett on this. You so were driven by assuming... fear of the consequences, whether it was the, the the fear of what she would do, the fear of what she would think of you, whatever it was, you no, lied the, to her to, to escape the, the consequences. Okay, it's not, no, you so you're, the either fight. way, however you want to paint it, it was a beta male action. Okay. That Mic drop. was a beta <laughs> yeah, mindset. That is, just, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever That's heard. That's what I'm say. hearing. Ridiculous. No, it's not. Yeah, ridiculous. And yeah, honestly, no. Chase, being real, real talk here, I lost respect for you in that moment because I realized this is a man that is driven by his fear, not with conviction. Okay. He did not tell his ex-wife, no, this is what happened, X, Y, Z, and been completely authentic. Instead, he ran. He is driven by fear, and I lost respect for you in that moment right. because of that. So in the moment we have here, so instead of saying, here's what happened, I called you and said, hey, here's what I did. To try to protect you and the show, not me, okay. and you're telling and you me I ran from then. fear? You were the nice guy that you are demonstrating. No, it's not a nice guy. It wasn't a nice the guy. Fight wasn't so, me. You were the Scarlet. nice hold guy. On. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I was here to protect no, you. No, Scarlet. I was here okay. to protect you. Well, I'm not going to try to talk over her. So go ahead. 
Yeah. No, I'm trying to tell lost... you that the fight wasn't the fear wasn't me. We have lost where we were talking about. We have Correct. we have become a personalized conversation <laughs> rather than a generalized conversation. Yes, so I, I think I we're, just we're wanna, getting too I heated. Try to clarify, right? Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm not, uh, I'm I'm not mad. Oh, no, I wouldn't say mad. No, it's I think this is a great conversation. conversation like, this is the, the coolest freaking debate ever, and I'm so excited <laughs> about it. And it's all got me all giddy. <laughs> and, and I'll tell you why, because Chase is the first to call any of us out on our bullshit. And so right now I'm calling him out on his bullshit because what he's selling, I'm not and buying. If you, well, I Scarlett, if you were calling me out, I would okay. let you. What you're doing is over-talking. You're not calling me out, but that's fine. So this is, this is where I was trying to go, right? All right, go ahead. So Brandon was saying that, you know, he, he didn't want to, you know, take his emotional problems to, to his wife because in fear of her leaving him if he did that, right? Okay, so hold on. Before you get any further, Landon, I was making that a general statement. I don't actually have those problems in my marriage. So I do right. want to clarify. Right. It's a general I statement. Saying, right. it's just well, have, have you guys listened to the Samp ep episode? No, not yet. Well, you guys ought to listen to the Samp episode. Oh, trust me, I'm going to be listening to more tomorrow. I, I'm <laughs> I got, I'm cleaning out my house and just throwing away shit that I don't need anymore. And so I've been listening to y'all uh, while I, you know I do all that because it's like you know y'all talk about uh, sex and all that stuff, and it's cool and it's interesting and it's something different that I've never heard on a podcast before. So it's like, well, you know. But anyway, he's fanboying but, right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> So you're saying that he's a uh, he's being a beta male for fear of of that, but if he was doing the alpha energy, right, he wouldn't give a fuck if his wife left him or not. For for saying that, he should just say it and not give a fuck. Is that what I'm understanding? Well, yes, pretty much. Yes, that that yes. I mean, that's what I heard. It's, it's yes. the difference between. Okay, no, it's being authentic to who you are, your core value system, your drive, whatever your mission and your courses in life, that you are dedicated to that. And her rejection of you is not knocking you off of your value system. It's not knocking you off of your mission, of your goals, whatever it is that you're set on you're not getting knocked off of that simply because she might leave you. And I can, I can say this, I can say this for, um, and I'll use Scarlett as an example, if you don't mind Scarlett, <laughs> just like with Scarlett. Um, and she talks about it several on, on a lot on the podcast with her and her husband. Oh, we lost you. Yeah. <laughs> This is how it go. is. And she stood by her word regardless of the outcome. She didn't let the out the, the fear take over and say, no, well, I want an open relationship, but I'm so scared that my husband is going to want a divorce. So I'm not going to say anything. That's right. what she's but saying. Other, she's, but, she stood but I think by what they're her, saying is is I think what they're saying is another way of saying that is I don't give a shit enough that I don't care if he leaves or not. No, 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 no it's, it's not. No, it's not. Anxiety. You can care a lot, but it's managing that anxiety to not let it 
not let it dictate your behavior. Exactly. You can be you can be scared shitless. That is the definition of courage: being scared shitless and doing it anyway. It's right, not that you don't you care scared. about her leaving. I said not it's caring. that I'm not going to be knocked off my value system, and I'm not going to be knocked off my mission just because what I fear saying, you. What we're saying as men is that we do that on a daily basis. So the You're one right. time when we fall from that pedestal, we just want the woman to be there to comfort us while we figure out a way to climb back up. That's what we're getting at at the end of the day. I, you know, I've been with my wife for 12 years. That is something to celebrate. And if me being worried that I may lose her one day makes me a beta male, well, then you can call me whatever you want. I love her with all my heart. And if I was to ever lose her, that would devastate me. I don't think that makes me a beta male in any way, shape, or form. I think that makes me passionate, and I think that makes me but more of an alpha ever, than any other man out there for loving my wife to that extent. But if you ever want to answer the riddle of why your wife gripes at you about the way you park, there oh, is that your was answer. just a thing. She doesn't. Right. That was just like a, yeah. you know. She's saying in general. This is, in general, if a man is right. wondering why his wife talks to him with disdain and bitches at him about the way he does things, it's because somewhere down the line, she has lost some respect. And it's a spectrum, right? It's not no. yes or no. Right. It's a spectrum. But where there is that tone of disdain, there is somewhere where she has some anxiety because she doesn't feel secure. I, I agree with you. Scarlett. I agree with Scarlett on that. And I, I find it interesting, though, because what I would say is for every point that you show that they're losing respect, somebody else is going to view that as another way. You're going to – and I'll take the one you put out a minute ago. You'll say that's me compromising. Somebody else will say that's me protecting. It's all how you look at it. And that's if – you, if you were in love with me, you might look at it as protecting. If you were pissed at me, you'd look at it as compromising. And so as a man – it's not really the action we're taking. It's the perception that you're viewing it in. Because I can do, if I come up to you and say, hey, I would disagree we're going with you, to Red Lobster. Well, I know you would, and I would disagree with you. That's not, the, I mean, that's why we're having this debate, because we disagree. So if I come up, if I came up to Hazel and I said, Hazel, hey, you know what we're doing tonight? We're going to Applebee's, then we're going to come home. We're going to watch Netflix. This is what we're doing. She's already said she'd say no to that. But all I've heard all night is that's what you want a guy to do. But right. what I'm really hearing is you want me to decide the way you want me to decide. Yes. You'll respect my decisions if they're the decisions you would make. Yes. Yes. You'll respect my actions if they're the actions you would like. Yes. And that's no. what I'm hearing. No. Hearing no. Oh, but that's what no. I'm That's what I'm hearing. I don't agree with that. Yes, sir. No, I'm married, I don't agree with that. I am married to one that will follow whatever I do and ask me how much I respect that. I agree. I, I agree. Yeah. I but you, but, but Scarlett, you don't, but you're not in love with him and you don't look at him that way. It's a perception. Exactly. If you were in love, why you'd look is at it that? in a different way. Why is She's that? not, it's because she doesn't respect him. Exactly. But at some point you, but it's, but okay. But again, it's because of the, what his actions are. It's your perception of it and your perspective, because there's other things that men could do that people would find different. As we sit here again, I will go back to my original. What I've heard a lot of in this in the last 45 minutes is, hey, men do this, men do this, men do this, men do this, men do this. And here's what men need to do. I'll go back to what you bring to the table, which none of y'all like. What do you do that we get to judge? Mm. What do you do that I get hey, to say? I you're go a, back you're to a bitch, again, you're a the bitch, thing you're that. my hero, bro. 
the thing that guys <laughs> most crave is admiration and respect. That's what you're craving from your women. I, and we I don't know will that I give it that. Oh, when he feels respect sure. from other. I feel like I it's what came first, the chicken or the egg? My peers. Did the security come first exactly. or the admiration? It's, I don't. It's a no, chicken I, or I, egg situation. I, I, increase my Scarlet, status. Because I, I, they're directly correlated. Scarlett, I'm telling you that I don't crave admiration respect from my partner. Nope, I crave I it don't. from my peers. Exactly. Right. I want to look good I mean, in I front have, of my wife, not to my wife. Yes. I, want I don't to look crave good that admiration respect from my partner. But when I get mm. home, I, I want to know don't. that she loves me even when I'm not this perfect alpha male that everyone else sees. I just want her to still be there for me then. Yeah. I, yes, I, that is... That, I that get is, what you're saying. You know me, I, Scarlett. I, I, Scarlett. I totally you know, get what I'm you guys are saying. Successful. I, and I don't crave, I crave admiration, respect from the people in my business world that I'm around. Yes. When I come home, I don't crave admiration, respect. At for all. That, I, no, I at peace. all. I crave peace when yes. I get home. I want love but and that support. Comes and that's what I crave. Your woman and you Right. You know how you get that piece is exactly what Scarlett's saying from your so woman being secure. So why is so it what not I'm happening? Is, well, so what because I'm she doesn't that, feel secure. So what I'm hearing is my love and support has to be unconditional. Yours is conditional. Exactly. And that's, no. that's, what I'm that's, that's exactly what no. you said. Exactly what you said. That's exactly what you said. No. Yes. We love, yes. I'm saying that security is what something. fuels what you're wanting, and what you're wanting fuels the security, right? They fuel each other. That's exactly what we just said. That's exactly what we just said. But if I don't provide mine, you don't have to provide yours. You're saying exactly. yours comes from me. Vice versa. It's conditional, but it's conditional. But isn't it's that part? But isn't that I can part see of a where you guys are saying that. I can understand where you guys are saying that it's a conditional thing. That's, that that's that time. you guys are are Hazel, are pretty much. That's the that's the second time you've said you understand the male perspective. But, you're a goddess. But isn't that all boils oh, down to the fundamentals of a partnership, though? Yes. I mean, am I missing something? No, you're absolutely well, no, right. My business, that's what we're asking. But my for. business partner and I. My business partner and I. We are in a partnership. If something goes bad, we both lose. If something goes bad, we both good, we both win. If we have to do something, but we fight that battle together. What you're saying is, no, honey, how you go fight that fight. Is not, I don't understand how yours is not conditional when you're saying, I'm not going to take you to Cabo until you give me that. Yeah. Well, because that's, that's that. a conditional date. That's a conditional that's, date. That's yes. a date. Right. That's a conditional date. That's but a I've transactional date. So how long, if, how long are you going to go giving a woman security in any form or fashion if you're not getting what you're desiring from her? How is it not conditional well, both ways? Right. Well, yeah. because I will, I will love her and I will give her unconditional support. But if she's a taker, then that's stupid to let somebody take. Then you need to bail. So it's conditional both ways. You're making my point. It's conditional yeah. both ways. We're yeah. both seeking our fundamental Scarlet, needs but, from each other, and where they're not met, you, we're going to okay, leave. Okay, but let me. Okay, let me. But what you're saying is mine has to be first, and yes. if I do mine, then you'll do yours. That's no. the condition I'm talking yes. about. Oh yes, it is. You're yes, absolutely that's true. Absolutely, that's true. If a man well, doesn't do it, a woman definitely won't. Because if the man doesn't provide yeah, I mean, the security, you won't provide the respect. 
It's conditional. You may not admit it that way, but that's exactly what you said. I, I, so I'm playing so devil's advocate here. I can see, I can see that. So basically, you're complaining that you have to put the the foot forward first. Which let's see how this plays out in all forms of dating. Is it not the guy that's Most reaching out to the woman? How many of us are initiating conversations with you? Well, is it not the guy that opens the guys door aren't for the reaching woman? Out to women first. What we're getting at, it doesn't matter if we've done it. It doesn't matter if we've done it first. It's that we have to do it right. all the time. And if we if we fail to do it, there is a condition the that we will not receive it. Correct. But, but also, also that's part of being uh, a that's part of the leadership that men yes. are 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 grown or. Well, nobody's twisting, nobody's twisting your arm to be with women either. Don't be single. Well, what the and fuck? that's what I was going to say too. It's the law of supply and demand. And right. let's face it, we have all kinds of supply, all kinds of supply. So if you guys want to fix this paradigm shift, make it more scarce. You, you have supply for sex. sex. You right. have sex with who you want to. We marry who we want to. Exactly. You marry who you can. We have sex with who we can. There's a difference. You can oh, have honey, anybody we have for the sex night. with toys. We can have sex with toys. You guys are nothing special. Well, so can we. So can we. I mean, that. So can we. I mean, that's not a big deal. I don't even need to buy a toy. I can have sex with my yeah, I can't. I, I mean, can't <laughs> compete with a ten-inch round dildo. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't. Ten yeah. inches round. Hey, Landon, like, just. I can't stick your foot that. in and wiggle your toes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> stick your foot oh, in and wiggle your toes. It's fine. I, I could probably do that. He said it may just hit yeah, the back yeah. of the tuna can, but it'll scrape the sides better. I think it just boils down to if you want somebody in your life and what what you want to give and take. That's all it boils down to. Yeah. I also feel like everybody, what everybody's looking for at that poor point of their life, it, it's always going to be different for everybody. Right. And everybody's perspective of each situation is completely different. Um, uh, I, I mean, I can see on both sides of what you guys are saying, where the guys are coming from. I can see where you're saying that um, you guys don't feel like you're able to be vulnerable with a female. I also see it from Scarlett's side because I am a female and I see that also. If my man comes to me several occasions emotional about how he can't pay the bills, then yes, that would put fear. That would, that would make me feel like, Oh shit, I have to, I'm going to eventually have to drive the ship in that. I, I could see where I would in the back of my mind, once things get back on track that, Oh shit, any day now he can lose control and I'm right. going to have to pick up that. If, if it's, if it's a couple times in a short period, you know, like a couple times in six months, I can understand that because it's a destabilization of what the uh, relationship is for the provider. But if it's like, you know, m maybe once or uh, I don't know, twice a year or something like that, should, I mean, it, that's it a lot. Happen. But that's a lot twice a year for shit to go down for us women to. Bad, huh? And not just that, but for us to try to stay in our feminine energy and then have to switch back over to that masculine and to take over, that's that's where the anxiety and the loss of respect, like, that's where we get that from. So can I ask a question? Right 
is the sure. leading cause of why men commit suicide. Correct. And can I ask is that we're tired of being the rock all the time. And if you say once or twice a year, I can't come to you and say, I'm not sure what to do right now. And I, I just need you to hold me for a minute so I can break down for a moment and then tomorrow wake up and fix it. That's why men commit suicide because they don't, they can't go to the one person in the world that is supposed to love them unconditionally without there being a condition. No, that That's maybe they need, maybe they need to go to their partner and say, "I need some help, professional help, before they commit suicide." It's not, it's not the same as the person you love. It's helpful. I'm not saying that you know counseling and stuff like therapy isn't helpful because it absolutely 100% is helpful, but it's just not the same to a man. Mm-hmm. So can we? I could understand. I definitely could understand why you guys would want to go to your females, um, to your lady or whoever, to be to, to you know to have that vulnerable space. Um, but again, from a female perspective, you know, are like get your shit together. Like <laughs> you, you gotta either steer the fucking boat or let somebody else do it. Right. So here's the question I have, though, and I've got, I keep going back to this. What I've heard is guys get your shit together. Guys, yeah. make sure it's OK. Guys, guys, guys. I've heard nothing about what y'all are doing. Exactly. Nothing. You I, have I can't asked. imagine. Ask. Well, well, you no, ask we have. Has asked. We yeah. said, let us come multiple to you times. once or twice a week. And I've asked multiple times. Let us come to you once or twice a year. And I've said, I've heard no. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Switching between energies is too much for me. You need to go slay dragons. But for me to understand, you need to cry to me twice a year. Fuck that. Uh-oh. I'd rather you I go mean, cry are you in hearing your that? car. And then yeah, I'd rather you go later. cry in your that's car. That's I'm hearing. I, I yes. don't think any of us have said that or thought but that. But that's what we're hearing as men. That's what, that but, you but don't again, want us to cry to you once or so twice a year. You'd rather us go in the car and cry it out. And no, we're not cry. saying no. that. We, we're we not no. saying that. We're saying that if you come to us to cry about whatever it is. Okay, fine. It's that fear. But that it's it is, it is what that, do, But what do we get, led do we by the from, fear? Right. It's but the fear of oh shit. You're justifying it, but, but you're today, saying that what we're saying is true. Yes. But that is yes. going to happen. No, yes. I'm saying you can still be vulnerable, you still can be emotional, but not let the Fear dictate your behavior and actions. That's not what we're asking to do, though. We're asking, right, let me sit down in your arm yeah. and just be emotional for a minute so that tomorrow I can get up and fix my shit. That's what we're and asking for. And you absolutely for. can. But, but you cannot let your woman see that the fear <laughs> is dictating your behavior. <laughs> you you still have is, to hold true right. to who you are, your value system, but, but Scarlett, and your course. What, but what you're saying, I'm going to say this, what you're saying in theory, I get practically speaking is nonsense. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's nonsense. I disagree completely. Well, so I what I'm hearing disagree, is but this. The three men in the room are saying, here's what we're hearing. And all we're getting is you're wrong. Yeah. You're, we're, we're not getting any, anything. We're just hearing you're wrong. We're not hearing. I'm hearing no rational behind it, no logic behind it. I'm just hearing, nope, you're wrong. Go read Which the is why book, we The Way of the Superior Man. It's yeah, a phenomenal book, and it's written for men. I'm definitely going to check into it. You guys buy a man, buy a man for men, and it's phenomenal, and it will Scarlet. absolutely articulate these principles that I'm speaking. I appreciate you. I respect you. Right. 
but the book I don't think is the answer to everything in the world. I will read it. I will give Correct. you that. I will respect yes. you, and I will definitely read that book. But I don't think it's the answer to everything in the world because you have three separate men giving you the same perspective. And you think the one man that wrote the book is the correct perspective. I will read it. I haven't read it yet. I just think yeah, it's a little weird. Okay, I don't think she's saying it's, not, it's the it's correct the perspective. Well, and it's not on. the only book that's writing this. And it's not the only man that thinks this. I, I'm going to give you guys yes, an but, example here from, from a woman's perspective on... on anxiety and insecurity. This summer I went through a horrible experience with a, a employer that actually ended up in the Wall Street Journal because they were so crooked. And I lost my job, got laid off, lost my job. And my husband said through the whole summer, oh, take your time, find your job, you know, don't, don't worry about it. I make quite a bit more than he does. Take the summer off, don't worry about it. Come find end of August, He's like, uh, now I wasn't getting unemployment because I got a severance. So come end of August, he says to me, uh, so are you going to help pay the mortgage for September? Now I've been paying the mortgage, the whole, all the bills for the rest of the summer, but I ran out of severance money. And he said, so are you going to help pitch in for the bills for September? I said, I hadn't planned on it because I said, I told you my severance ran out. So this is two weeks before the 1st of September. Now, I had been the breadwinner for this family all these years. And he says this to me and can't take care of me for one month. And tell me that the respect there for him, I lost. Because I can totally I, see in that situation I, where you're at. I immediately panicked because I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, I've I've gone 12 years going to school, working full time. I've got my master's. And the one friggin' time I need help, the one time I need help. So, Chase, you know, you're about, well, what do you bring to the table? I've brought a lot, a lot of shit obviously. to that. Right. Well, but so let's so let's let's change that around though. Let me let me play devil's advocate. So I have spent 10 years paying the rent and the mortgage. I've spent 10 years being the father in the rock. I've spent all this time being there for you. And the one time I need to come cry to you and say, I need help. You lose respect for me. That so is why can't we, what we were that's just the thinking about. Exact same thing. It's, that, what you're saying, switch it to the guy. And that's what we're complaining about. The exact thing that I feel for you. I would agree with yep, you 100%. 100%. But for some reason, you're not agreeing with us, and we're saying the same thing. No, but what yeah, I, I can, I can but, see you guys. I can see from y'all's perspective how you no, feel that but way. I'm saying, but I'm saying, I'm agreeing with Scarlett that it women need a man to be strong and need a man to to have Which her back. Fine. We want and to have be her back. We do and, want to have her back. Need, and, and we need you to have our back. We want that exactly. Same thing. And that's what I've been saying that it's it's a partnership. It's a two-way street. It's not just one one guy or one woman versus the world and that they're holding up the whole the whole relationship, the whole partnership. But so, I don't think anybody said that. No. I don't think anybody said that. Well, that. but you're saying though, Chase, you're saying that, well, what do you bring to the table because I'm bringing everything. 
In your no, I didn't say I'm bringing... you absolutely are bringing a ton. I what don't want to discredit what you. What I said was, what are you bringing to the table? I didn't say I bring everything. I said, what are you bringing? That's all. You know what I'm bringing to the I'm table? Bad. I'm bringing smart-ass remarks and sarcasm. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> but you're 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 waiting, Chase. Though you're you're waiting to see what what the woman brings instead of just no, accepting Lolo, what I, she no, is. No, I'm not. What I'm Let saying me ask is, this. go ahead. But okay. th- no, that's not what I'm saying at all. So from from my understanding, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm hearing, uh, you know, I go to my significant other, and I say, hey. I, I'm I'm working on a fix for this, but you know what? I need to fucking cry about it for a goddamn minute, and I need you to hold me. Yeah. And then and the woman lose would not lose respect for him for that. No. 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 Some okay, women might, but not all. No, that's no, what you said, 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 you said all night. Yeah, that was. No, that's you said that is not. No, what I said. that's you not. No, she's saying. You can be okay, emotional. You can be crying. You can be all of that. Is and that not the beta energy? Be true and authentic <laughs> to your value system and your mission. Do not sure. let your fear but, dictate your actions. But only once a year, though. Right. No, oh my gosh. That's exactly you're what crying. you said. Yeah, you guys are you, you guys are not totally not saying. listening. You guys are totally not you guys are totally missing everything that we're trying to say. Yeah. It's that fear. That you it, that that is the motivation of us losing respect for you guys. Yeah. How do you know it's, it's not fear? even that you have the fear? It's that you're letting the fear dictate your dictate action. right. That how the do you, fear how do you... is what guides you, not Scarlet. your own value system and mission. That's not what it's we're the saying. fear that's guiding you, and that that's, is scary but... as fuck. Scarlet, with all due respect, you keep saying that. The three of us haven't said that yet. Exactly. You keep we're saying that, and we don't say that. We're saying we've so got this. We know we're going to fix it tomorrow. Respect. But right now, I need to be held no because it's been that bad here, of a day. No one here is saying that we would lose respect because you're crying. No one here is saying that. Okay, no so one here thinks that. But, but we just said if we come to you, you would say yes because now that's instability. If you couldn't handle it, you could. That's what y'all no. said all night. What Am I I'm missing something? Is, it is what you said is all night. You letting fear dictate your actions. That so is instead what of is giving scary. Me, instead of giving me a parable, give me a specific. How does fear dictate? I did. I gave you a specific that you did. Yeah, but you, but you but you were wrong. I wasn't scared of anything. So that's it, it, you're, just was not coming you're not self-aware enough to non-personal aspect. Yep. Like you're going personal again. And right. and have it as a general and not, not a personal aspect, and maybe we could see it differently. Okay. Um trying to come up with an example on the fly. Yeah, any, I, I know any that's exam- uh, any any situation in which a guy is led by the fear of rejection of a woman. And we know this, guys, whether consciously or subconsciously, we know when you are led by that. Coming from that that's is what's guiding your actions. It is evident. But, but, that's, but that's much more specific than what you said earlier. I mean, if fear, if I'm, if I'm fearful, I'm going to lose my job and not be able to support my family. That's that's not fear of losing a woman. That's fear of 
losing my job and not feeding Any my fear. family. Any fear. Well, well, okay, now it's that fear. is what well, guides your actions. That is scary. So guys are not allowed to have You're... fear, is what I'm hearing. We're never no, no, allowed no, no, to be no, scared. No, 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 no. I never said that. I said the definition of courage is that despite the fear, you act on your value system and your mission. So but yes, under you're your gonna have fear. fear. You're gonna have fear. You're gonna have anxiety. Of course you are. You're human. But is that what's but we just can't let you see it? Right. We just can't. No, act upon it I never said that it. either. You're not listening that's, to me. You can show it. Getting, you can have it. That. You can't be guided by it. There's a difference. What does you that mean? You can have the fear. What you can show the fear. You cannot be guided by the fear. What does that mean? How are we guided by the fear is the question. Right. Because what I've been saying at least. Because you fear rejection, judgment, because you fear the negative consequence, whatever that might be, insert it here, right? If the, whatever situation might arise that's going to be a negative consequence that you're afraid of is the guiding force behind what you're doing rather than your value system and your mission. So that's okay. what I'm talking about. Let me say, I'm, let's say I'm worried, I'm fearful that I'm going to lose my house. But what's mm -hmm. driving me to avoid that fear is I've got a family to protect. But you're... I'm confused. Okay, so here. your value system. Yeah. My value is to take care of my family. Let me just let me just throw out what my value system is. I can't okay. speak for you, but I can speak for me. My own value system is good work ethic. At the end of the day, I don't feel proud of myself if I haven't done my best and worked hard at what I do, right? So me paying my bills is the result of me working hard and that fits into my value system. I'm doing it because it aligns with my values, not because I'm fearing the consequence. But why, I don't even understand how that applies at all. Yeah, that's, I don't, I didn't I, understand how that connected to what we were talking of, about. Okay, honesty. That's another one of my core values. I value honesty. And there's certainly many situations where it's very easy to lie to avoid a consequence. But my value system is honesty. So there's been many situations where I out of I had the fear, but I did not let it dictate my actions. I still was very honest in the in the face of a negative consequence. I'm I, I'm still not understanding how that ties back to I've had a bad day at work, and I want to come home and be emotional to my wife, but she is then going to lose respect for me. That didn't change how my values. So, so what we're saying I'm trying is, to explain to you how we lose respect. It's not the emotion that causes us to lose respect. It's when we okay. see so, that you are guided by your fears. That so, is you don't understand how that. Scarlet, that's not what I'm how saying. How do you now. see? Yeah, you don't know. So what we're guided by, you're making assumptions. Bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. Absolute bullshit. That's not bullshit. That's not bullshit. Absolute bullshit. Oh, we're telling yes, you how yes. we so, feel and you're telling so us we're wrong. You, yeah, you're telling us we're wrong and you know what we're guided by. You know why we did something. Really? Just like we had really? this story the other day and this episode hasn't come out yet, but we have an episode coming out in the next few weeks where I talk about a conversation I had with a guy over coffee, the bartender from the burlesque show. And how I zoned in on what he was asserting to me was that he did not have a negative self-narrative. And I explained, here are 
XYZ123, everything I've seen in the last 90 minutes that would say otherwise. Right, but even though in that episode, half the people disagreed with you. It disagreed with me about what? They disagreed about the way you said it and the way you went about it. Oh, I understand that they didn't like the way that I called him out on that. But at the end of the day, we all knew he did have a negative self-narrative. It was self-evident because of the way he was acting. But let's say that's true. You don't know what the driving force was for that. You're assuming it was rejection. But what Scarlett is trying to say is that it doesn't matter. Go ahead, sorry. Um. I think what Scarlett is saying is that it doesn't matter what is the cause of it. The fact is that she can pick up on that. And that is what she's calling out is what she's picking up on. Right. But what I'm saying is what one woman, I'm not going to pick. I mean, I believe Scarlett's saying exactly what she feels. I don't, I don't doubt that a bit. I think she's being very genuine. What I'm saying is one person's fear is another person's protection. Yes. One person, and it's all in your perception of that. One person sees you're scared, so you're doing something. The other person sees it as you're being protective and you're guiding. and you're being, It's all about your perception. So what you're saying- If you really, if you you really, really examine lying, any kind of lying, if you dissect okay. lying just as a general thing, mm-hmm. you can, at its root, tie it to fear somewhere. It's a fear right. of a negative consequence okay. that causes people oh, I agree to with that. any lie yep. about anything. Right. I won't deny I agree that. With it's that. fear. Yes. But it's but you're you're arguing if, if somebody if you walked up and said, Do I look at this dress? And I said, Yeah, baby, you do, instead of no, your ass looks huge, I'm not sure that's a fear or that's a decided you just said oh it's a fear i'm pretty sure it absolutely absolutely is is. and right there your woman may very well be or your woman may very well be testing you in those moments yeah but she'd also be called insensitive and an asshole for telling her ass or it could be a compliment you don't yeah, have baby, to be an weird. asshole about it. You can be honest. Trust me, I've perfected the art of being honest and not being an asshole. Now, I can be an asshole sometimes when I just don't give a fuck. But I also, when I really am trying, can be nice and be honest. Because I don't but let one would the say, fear of one someone's would say, judgment or rejection dictate whether I'm honest. Oh, because honesty is my core contrary. value and I'm not going to be knocked off that course. Oh, so but Scarlett, you just, face, you just said... But you've just said in the face of someone asking me how I think they look, I am going to be honest. If I don't think they look good, I'm going to say that. Except the fear of them rejecting you or how they view you is going to change the way you say it because you're scared and you're fearful. So if you weren't fearful, you would just be straight up bitch because that's you. But since you're fearful of their reaction to it, you're going to be nicer and deliberate in a different way. So you do the same thing. What's the difference? I'm, I'm the one that doesn't that doesn't uh, deliver it in a nice way. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> so I'm sure Scarlett would agree. I, I, a little bit. Where I, I would think completely, I need to, where I think I actually need to adjust my value system is 
the times when I don't give a fuck about someone's feelings, that's what I need to adjust. Because at the end of the day, I don't want people feeling like shit. So it's actually that end of the spectrum that I'm trying to correct, not the times whenever I'm trying to be nice. And so, not, but we're, but we're all, them feel we're like all shit. imperfect human beings. We're all improving every day, you know? It is or we all have different yeah or we all have different value systems landon may value being polite gentleman so he's not going to tell the girl her ass looks huge you see that as fear he says his value system i have heard landon on more than one occasion tell me he lives by a code of honor yeah but guys you don't realize how you're undermining your own respect by your woman when you make those white lies and your woman may very well be testing you in those moments. And I'm telling you, there is a direct correlation. When she knows her man is lying, there is a direct correlation in the anxiety, the loss of security, and by extension, the loss of respect. You don't so, understand how much those white lies undermine your relationship with your woman. I think, no, I think I'm saying I understand that. I'm saying if she asks me if she knows she's 300 pounds and asks me how her ass looks, she's not looking for honesty. She knows. She's looking for a compliment. She's looking for some sort of admiration. She's looking for some sort of help. She's not looking for, yeah, baby, your ass is huge. You look like a fat ox. That's not what she's looking for, or she wouldn't have asked the question. I mean, um, yeah, just, why does this phenomenon exist where everyone says nice guys finish last and women want assholes? Perhaps what we because, want is guys that are honest in every situation because that is the rock. So I'm, let me give you a man that's not knocked off his course. Or perhaps excuses for bad decisions. Hazel just wants to know when was the last time I just want to know when was the last time everybody had sex. <laughs> About well, Eight hours. Well, it's night after work. Woo! Yeah, about eight, about eight hours. <laughs> I told y'all earlier. We, we knew Landon hadn't had it in forever. Father <laughs> Landon to you. See, I would absolutely, I would absolutely agree with Scarlett. To, to if in certain situations, I absolutely agree with you without question. I, I think. In general, what you're saying is true. I also think in general, there are things that, that applying that doesn't fit and you're trying to apply it 100% of the time and that doesn't work. But in general, I would agree with you. Any lie you tell, any lie you tell is going to have a negative consequence. And Absolutely. if you lie, you're doing it. You're doing it because you're trying to alter an outcome. Now, so, that could be fear. Correct me if that I'm wrong be, here, That could be several aspects, but yes. Correct me if I'm wrong here, Scarlett. I'll give you an example in my personal life of why I think specifically what you just touched on, I think what you're getting at. When my wife does her makeup, she will come to me and she'll say, how do my eyes look? And she'll have me check her eye makeup. And I'll be honest with her. There are times where I'll look at her and I'll be like, mm, that left one's a little wonky. You want to go back to the drawing board? And she'll give me the stank eye, but she'll go back and then she'll come back and she'll have like really outdone herself now. I'm like, now that's sexy. And she'll be like, you damn right it is. And I think maybe that's what you're talking about, where they want yes. you to be honest all the time. Yes. Yes. I'd agree. Yes. I agree with that. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Yes. 100%. So what do you think about and that uh, I respect. Other, having, uh, you know, guy friends or girlfriends? Like, so if, if you're, if your man has girlfriends, you know, or, you know, your, your wife or girlfriend has guy friends, what, what, what are y'all's thoughts on that? I think it's great. Well, I'm not the one to 
Yeah, I, me and Hazel are not the ones to ask. We're, uh, <laughs> we're not monogamous, so we could. You no, know, I think it's great. Well, not just that, but I think it's I think it's good for a couple to have friends um, as an individual because to me, in a relationship, I think most people um, in the relationship only see themselves as a wife or a husband, and and they view that other person as their husband instead of their husband, their friend, and an individual. So I think it's important to have your friends as an individual as well as a couple. To me, that uh, that is important. So, so I, do I care if my guy has girlfriends? I don't, I, I could, I could care less. So for personally, me, personally, my feelings on it, right? I, I mean, I'm, I'm monogamous, but uh, my feelings on it is I don't care if my girl has guy friends. Yeah, I'm sure all of them want to fuck her. And if she chooses that path, then so be it. That's, that's on her. That's not on me. And if she didn't want to be in the monogamous relationship to begin with, well, then she should have specified that. But uh, I, I'm just like, you, you're you going to choose your own path. But I, at the end of the day, I mean, you want your guy friends, you can have them. Uh, and if you want to fuck them, you can do that too. And it's just going to not be without me. See, this is where uh, coming from a man in a monogamous relationship, I think it's okay for my wife to have male friends. Do I think it's okay to allow those male friends to get too close? No. I think it's the same for me. Do I let my female friends get too close? No. Okay. What do you mean? What do you mean by too close? Because, uh, and and maybe it's just because I'm non-monogamous. What if there is something that that you don't possess within your being that another person is able to give her? And so. I, I want clarification. As her husband, I need to figure out ways to give her what she needs. Uh, but what she if you're not capable? But what if you're okay? For instance, what am I not let's capable say, of? Let's right. just say ballet. I I, I'm just, I'm just gonna say this. Let's say ballet. Right? I do ballet with my daughter. Yeah, I'm a good ballet okay. dancer. But I'm just saying good. something. Okay, let's let's go with makeup. She absolutely loves makeup, makeup, right? I paint my wife's toenails and her fingernails. But she Thanks. loves it. She loves the contouring. She loves the eyeshadow, the mascara, and she loves. Videos, huh? Right, but but if she tells you, "Hey, babe, I want to like check this video out," and most men are like, "Ugh, like I don't want to watch this. I'd much rather be watching the football." Why I've been married twelve years and most men haven't. But I'm I'm saying most men aren't going to want to sit there and watch two or three hours of YouTube of contouring sure. videos, right? Now, she That's may true. have a guy friend who is passionate about makeup just as she is, and they can share that passion together. I mean, that's fine. So, so that's what I'm saying. Whenever you say too much, whenever you say your relationship. It's like airing your dirty laundry. You don't want to give your dirty laundry to too many people either because then that opens up you know, gaps in your relationship for other people to squeeze their way into. And as a monogamous man, you don't, you don't put gaps in your relationship. That's part of being that rock and being stable for her is not allowing other men to try to fill her head with doubt and move in that way. And same for me, okay, not allowing so other women into my space to allow I think I think whenever you say not allowing her, 
I would have an issue with because that to me sounds like more of a control thing than allowing her to make that decision for herself. Well, she does make that decision for herself. I, maybe I'm not wording that properly. And I do the same thing for myself. You know, we both have, you know, friends that are of opposite genders, but we both have come to that same term that it's not comfortable for us to be around someone of the opposite gender for too long or for like in private. Like if we go out to a public setting and she's got guy friends there, like that's fine. That's different. Like she wouldn't take it upon herself to go to a guy friend's house so they can watch a movie and talk about makeup. That right. she just wouldn't do that. And I would, wouldn't do the same for a lady. I wouldn't go to a female's friend's house without her and, you know, just watch a movie and we talk about, uh, I don't know, whatever it is that I'm interested in, you know, because that opens up seeds of doubt and allows you to get too comfortable with someone else that's not your spouse. Which I mean, yeah, for someone, well, yeah, like my I husband, don't, I don't know. One of the, my, my I think husband one of the, and I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. My husband and I, I got more guy friends than women friends because I'm more like a dude. But um, <laughs> we go out and we're all together. But I think he would have a problem if I, like like you said, Brandon, like if I went to some guy's house by myself yeah. and and watched, you know, Netflix and, you know, or watched a football game, you know, he doesn't have a problem hanging out with all of us together, but to, to, to do this. You're allowing you know, the temptation. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just the respect of not allowing that temptation to be there. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I think some of it, some of what I, I, cause I have kind of mixed feelings on this. I, I think the issue of why do you have that friend? If, Part of the things I've seen is I have, you know, I am in a relationship and I'm not getting something from my wife. I go find that from somebody else. That is toxic and bad. Yes. If you have a good relationship, relationship with your for, right, if you have a good relationship and you, and I, I'm trying to think, and your wife doesn't like to talk about podcasts, but you have a female who does. That, then that's not something you're replacing or you're looking exactly. for something. It, it, yes. If you're replacing something that you need to get from your significant other with someone else, that's never good for, for a monogamous relationship. It's just, right. it, it, you, then it's way too easy. It's way too, I, I've said this before. My, I dated somebody who their best friend. I have a, a guy, best friend. He's awesome. He's awesome. He's awesome. Well, the problem with that is when something goes wrong, where do you go for that emotional support? Where do you go for that shoulder to cry on? Right. If you go to him and not me, that's a problem. Yes. That, that's just a problem. If, as long as you come to me, then I don't care who your guy friends are. Exactly. But if you start not come, if you start not coming to me, then there's a problem. And right. I don't yeah, know maybe Scarlett and I probably aren't the best ones to talk about that because uh, we see the value in um, – having multiple people in our lives that we can go to to someone else about things that our partner like okay for instance what chase was saying um what if you are the problem at that moment and she doesn't want to come to you she doesn't she doesn't feel like coming to you at that moment and so, yeah, she's going to want to go to someone and, and that someone is going to be someone that she's comfortable with. And it may happen to be her guy best friend. 
So she's going to want to go to him. And, yeah, and that's a problem. It, right. What about her girlfriend? That's a problem. Exactly. Well, well and, that and that's what that's why I say, mate, perhaps Scarlett and I wouldn't be the best ones to talk about it because we see the value in in everybody that they have certain things that we are compatible with. Not saying that we would love our main person any less or or love that other person any more. We just see that value in that one particular aspect of that person. I think what, you're, you're not, what we're getting. We see the value in it. We just see the detriment. Yes. If you're in a monogamous relationship, it's not well, the value. I, I also feel like, detriment. yeah, but I also feel like that, that comes from a place of insecurity. And it may or, be. Or that's if I change perception, fine. I could say it comes from a place of respect. That And yeah, that's where it's at, at least in, in my marriage, is me and my wife both may have that same insecurity. So we both respect that we have that insecurity and both, without even talking to each other about it, agree upon, you know what, this is just not okay for our marriage. We shouldn't allow a temptation into our marriage. And again, 12 years is something to be appreciative of. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Scarlett and I have both been married, and we've both have long-term relationships. I mean, we've been married 10-plus years. So I get where you're saying, but again, that comes from a place of insecurity. And if you're that insecure that you are you don't want your significant other or you yourself don't want to be in a room with someone by yourselves, then that to me is you lack the integrity so for yourself. Happened? What happens if I have absolute no intention of something happening between me and a female friend and I'm at their house and we're discussing, I don't know, podcasts, okay? And she takes my natural, happy, charismatic person personality that I am and decides while I'm, sh I'm next to her and I'm showing her, okay, this is what we're doing on the next episode and she leans in and kisses me. And I'm like, whoa. This is not what I'm here for. I'm sorry if my demeanor came across otherwise, but that's not what I'm here for. And I have to now go home and tell that to my wife. That puts a strain on our marriage, even though I had absolutely no intention of anything like that happening. And is she going to believe me that that happened? Probably not. Because I allowed myself well, to... Well, I mean, I believe that comes with... with I believe that comes with good communication with your friends. You're, I, I have had a male best friend for 10 plus years i could never imagine him doing that because he understands whenever i'm in a relationship or even without it's never going to happen like don't ever and, cross that that boundary and that's a little period different. my wife has that one male best friend he doesn't live in the state anymore but she does still communicate with him she actually mentioned that today she was like you know i miss so and so so much you know, it really sucks that they live out of state. And I was like, yeah, it's not like you can just go down the street and hang out with them. And him personally, he has proven to me as as a man that he's not someone who would attempt, you know, anything like that. And right. But would you still feel cut? Would you would I you would be okay with? But you would be OK with her going to his place yeah. and oh, yeah. watching they movies. Are. OK, that's because you're secure about that, that interaction. That, that so, one person has made that impression to me that they are okay in her life. They have right, been but that also says a lot about your yeah. partner. If you're not comfortable with your partner being in a room with the opposite sex, then that means you have insecurities, A, about your partner, and B, mm -hmm. about your relationship.
Yes. No. I have insecurities about another man attempting something and my wife being in a vulnerable position. Exactly. That's that's that. So my question would be, from what I heard earlier, the guys you want are a guy who's strong in his convictions, who says, "No, I don't want my." So I don't want my wife hanging out with a guy. But that's That's controlling. You're saying you want somebody to say, but that now it's now the perspective is that's controlling. No, 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 no. It is. Hold on. That is controlling. That is controlling. This, if if you're in a, let's just say, I've been in, in a monogamous relationship, right? Um, for a guy, for my man to say, look, I don't do that cheating bullshit. I don't do that friendly kissing bullshit. And I'm gonna tell you right now, if that shit happens, then these are gonna. I I am going to stay on my course, and I'm fucking leaving. Period. If you say right. that and she does it anyway, then that's on her. That has nothing to do with you. But you can't walk around with those insecurities. Like, I don't want her in a room with another guy because I'm afraid the guy's going to kiss her. Well, dude, well, fucking grow up. Hazel, being, but why there's would... a big difference in being in a room with another guy and saying you can't go watch Netflix with another guy. Those are two exactly. things. But one, and one that you're saying, I want a guy to tell me. I want him to drive the ship. I want him to stay strong. And now what you're saying is, well, no. Not, not if I. Well, I want him to do that as long as I agree with him. There is no incongruence here with what I said here because you telling a woman she can't be in a room or Netflix or whatever with another man is rooted in your fear. So right. What, what well, of here, another guy kissing her or whatever. But what every action here. I can say. And let's say, in let's say they did make out. I mean, obviously, I'm coming from a non-monogamous standpoint here, but let's just say they did make out. So the fuck what? Right, that's, it's not relationship. She's a... that, that's what. Well, that would you're right. That would end no, it's not. That would it's end your marriage. fear. Yeah. It's your that... fear that ruins the relationship. It's not no, the that... no. It's your that fear about marriage. what that means about you as a man, or about your relationship, or no. what it means oh about her respect no. of you, or so whatever. In a monogamous relationship, no. I should be okay with my my partner making out with another dude. Yeah, it's not happening. And if, and, not. if, and if I'm not, okay I understand, with it, but I'm I obviously I'm coming at it from a very different standpoint, but I would argue and, monogamy is rooted in fear. Absolutely. It's insecurity. insecurity is just another word for fear. Insecurity is another word or, for fear. It is rooted in or not fear. To, not to go out on a tangent, but I could say, and polygamy is rooted in fear of opening up and letting yourself be with just one person. So you're not you're going to find it in different ways. So you're not hurt. I could look at it in that perspective too. Uh, no, you know what? I could. Person. I hold on. That'd I could argue that fact. It would be. I I would argue the fact it is be because I'm sorry, we. I missed, that, I missed it. Sorry, Scarlett. I missed that. Oh, I just said that would be a great discussion for us to have. We should have that discussion. Oh yeah, we're right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Bring us in. I just, I, what I, only my, my point is, I think the, the argument is the same, but your perspective is different. You're seeing it as fear. He's seeing it as respect. Yeah. I'm seeing being polygamous as fear. You're seeing it as being monogamy as fear. It's and I the would perception say that you're you looking are, at. And I would say if monogamy is your value system, that is your value, then you're right. You should not be putting up with those things. You should be setting those boundaries and sticking to that. So is it and not having fear for her leaving you by setting those boundaries. But is it still controlling? If I'm just following my values. And she has the same that values. Was my, that was my point. Mind. 
let's keep that Basically, in mind. Basically, it's you saying this is the terms and conditions that I will agree to to be in a relationship with you. Yes. I want a monogamous relationship where we yes. do not do these things with the other We do other not make staff. out with our friends. Yes, that's all I'm asking. Right. So <laughs> that is, if that's your value system, then correct. You shouldn't be fearing her leaving you by standing true to your values. I think you misconstrue on, at least in my perspective, it's not that I fear her leaving me. I know how, how pussy thirsty men are, and I don't want her in a room with men that are going to try something, and then my wife end up maybe getting raped because she was at a party that I wasn't there to protect her at. We're not talking about a party or whatever. Okay, let's I, say I don't she know. Was I, I... With, with that friend that she thought was safe. And I wasn't there to protect her because then he decided that he was going to put hands on her and she was not able to defend herself. I don't want that to be an option in my marriage. And my wife feels the same way. You know, she wouldn't want me in a room because I, and years ago, way before so we Brandon's were married. So Brandon's seeing that as protecting. Yeah, Brandon's exactly. seeing that as being a protector. You're seeing that as being insecure and fearful. I'm not worried that she's going to leave me in the slightest. You know, like I said, I've been with her for 12 years. I am very comfortable in my marriage and I know that I, I don't have any fear of my wife leaving I'm more worried if she's in a scenario with a man that she thought was okay, but wasn't because men can be snakes. And I think women can be snakes too in that aspect. I wouldn't put myself in a situation where a woman could come on to me when I didn't want it because I've had that happen when I was younger. I literally had a girl come over and for the first time I knew her, knew her in high school and you know, after high school we lost touch and then we met up on an online uh, dating thing and was like, hey, you know, like, let's let's go to the beach today. Well, it rained, so we all came back to the house. And I'm like, well, we're here at the house. We'll watch the movies. I'll make dinner for everybody. And my um, uh, my roommate at the time, he went out to go buy stuff to make dinner with, right? So me and her could have a little alone time. The moment he got out of the house, she slammed me onto a couch and tried to pull my pants off. And I was literally kicking this woman off me, like, bro, this is not what I signed up for. I wasn't. I I was. I just literally just talked to you for the first time in years. Happened in a massage parlor once. <laughs> Landon, <laughs> no, I, I almost got raped by a uh, a, a Chinese Japanese a Chinese or Asian woman. Okay, and all I was in a happy to ending, whether you liked it or not, buddy. I, I wasn't looking to get like none of that sexual stuff happening. Okay, but this lady was very adamant about getting my pants off, and she was doing it herself. I mean, I'm not saying she was a bad looking Asian lady. I'm just saying that. You know, I was married, uh, you know, monogamous, monogamous relationship, and and I only came to get my back massage because I never had it before, and I had the money for it. I wanted to try it out, but I didn't want to try her out. <laughs> See, and that's well, the kind of situation I you, I'd be worried about because, you, oh, sorry. like I said, she when she came on to me like that, I physically had to kick her off of me. And just luckily enough, my roommate forgot his keys and came back in the house and was like, what is going on? I'm like, dude, she's nuts. Like, we got to get her out of here. So we take her back an hour across town back to where she came from. And then about halfway home, I realized my phone's gone and she has stolen my phone. I have to go back to her house and beat on the door until I can get my phone back. So Brandon, let me give you, let me give you a, like a real world example. In my business, I don't have closed door meetings with a single female. Right. That's not fearful. That's smart. Exactly. I'm not. Fearful. I'm putting myself in. A, I'm not putting myself in a position where something can be said. I leave the door open, or I have my assistant in there with me. The same thing when my kids were younger and a babysitter stayed, fourteen or fifteen year old babysitter. I didn't drive her home. Not by myself. I didn't. 
my wife and I drove her home or my wife drove her home. That's not fear. That's smart. That's not putting yourself in a position where bad things can happen. I think that's what we're saying or Brandon was saying is I don't want to put me or my wife in a position where bad things can happen. Now, I think one person says that's controlling. One person says that's insecurity. I well, I can I, see, I, I can see where you're coming from on that. I can, I definitely can see where you're coming from. However, if I'm in I, a mon, if I'm in a monogamous relationship and I say, "Hey, I'm gonna go hang out with Tyrone," I would not expect my my partner to say, "No, you cannot hang out with him because he's a guy." Okay, Hazel. What if he says this? What if you What if you say, "I'm gonna go"? What if you say, "I'm gonna go hang out with Tyrone"? And we're in a we're in a monogamous relationship. And I say, Hazel, my last girlfriend, I was with her for four years, and she cheated on me with her best friend. And I really feel uncomfortable about that right now. And you know what you I would tell go? you? You Ooh. know what I would tell you? I would Ooh. say, baby, I understand your concern. However, that is something that you need to heal within yourself because that is a that that's that's something that you have that is unhealed. I am not your ex. I love and I respect you. You need to sort that okay, out so, within yourself. So you and I are dating now and your ex was very physical with you sexually. And I start touching you say, you know, please stop. I, I, I need a minute because of what happened in my past. I get to look at you and say, Hazel, deal with that shit on your own. I'm not having to. I, I mean, really? Why I not? I think that I, because oh, that's the most insensitive Oh, that's insensitive. It shows I don't care about you. No, yeah. no, 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 no. You matter. care to me. You care enough to call that shit out and say, "Hey, I love you. I want you to heal from this, so that there in the future this doesn't come up again." So should he stop? But in the meantime, while you're healing, I get to do whatever I want to to you, even though if it causes trauma to you or not. I'm right. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is. Something like that. You, Sexual you trauma are. is very is very real, right? So, so what I'm saying trauma is, is emotional trauma. So so is emotional trauma. Well, yeah, but you need to real. heal that shit. You need to heal that shit before you enter a relationship. That goes so, both okay. ways. If if you, yeah, I agree. Ways, though, right? No, no, no. I agree. I agree. Yes, it goes both ways. So a female shouldn't enter a relationship that has fear of her partner cheating on her. Or whatever it is, she needs to heal herself from those past traumas, just like you, a guy needs to heal his traumas from being cheated on, or whatever so, the case may be. Let's take it as right. You didn't learn that in the relationship, right? You say you're going to hang out with your best friend Tyrell. Uh, you know, Chase said, "Hey, I, you know, my past relationship uh, happened. She cheated on me with with uh, you know." her best friend, are you still going to go do it? I'm going to look at my partner and say, listen, I understand where you're coming from. Right. Let's figure this out to get you some help so therefore you can heal from that. So are you still going to Tyrone's house? But I'm still going to go to see Tyrone. Exactly. That's the question. Yeah, I'm probably good. Okay, so when when it comes around, this the second thing. You know, y- your your ex boyfriend was very physical with you, and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't, I'm, you know, my last boyfriend was very physical with me. Should he stop? 
and say, he just look you at know, you and say, you need to deal with that. And you need to heal. And he could still do what he wants. But should he stop trying to touch you and have that physical relation because you still need to heal from that trauma? What I'm saying is, is give her time to go heal that. So the next time he wants to touch her in that way, while you're has, at Terrell's house, while, while you're right. at right. while you're at Terrell's house, right? Um, so that way, she, there, right? How? Because you're both allowing each other. You're both allowing in both instances a a place to heal. You've well, not everybody not, realizes not that. Not with you at Terrell's house. I ain't healing. We're saying that we don't feel right. you comfortable going to Terrell's house because of this emotional but, trauma that. And but that's a you thing. That is a you thing. That's not a me thing. What I'm trying to tell you is that you feel that that's okay. However, when I'm trying to touch you and do all this stuff and you're like, whoa, hold on a second. My, my ex-boyfriend was very physical and I just don't feel comfortable with that. You think I should have to stop when I tell I you, think- well, you need to fix that on your own. So technically I shouldn't have to stop. I mean, if it's if it's equality with you, still hold on. If a female is telling you to stop touching her, then fucking stop touching her. For, for agree, for we real. totally that's, agree. That's, that's not just, a joke. Just I'm just saying, in, saying. In the the aspect of the question is: Is it okay to still go to Tyrell's house, even though your man's telling you he doesn't feel comfortable with it, and you say yes? While on the other, aspect, because that's coming from a place of insecurity. That's not. It's not the same as if a female has has rape trauma and and she's bringing flash she has flashbacks of that that to, that to me is cheated on by Terrell. it's right it's flashbacks trauma both still are trauma i i caught you and tyrell in bed at my house i physically saw it now i'm having like, flashbacks then then is that different trauma is trauma is what we're getting at so it's not right. okay to pursue what caused the trauma when the other person is feeling those issues because they haven't resolved I'm, those issues yet. I'm a hundred percent in agreement with a uh, consent is a yeah, absolutely. Yes. Consent Don't get that no is no every time. Yes. No no is never maybe. No is no every time. Right. Yes. But what we're what we're saying, what is, trauma saying is trauma. It doesn't make it okay yeah, to trauma, go to Terrell's house no if that's going to traumatize your partner. He hasn't healed from that yet. So it's not okay to go to Terrell's house yet. If ever, if he well, ever heals from it. And if that doesn't happen, uh, well, then you'll need to rehash things and figure out what you're doing. Well, that's what I say. I'm probably not the best person to talk about that because I am non-monogamous. And I couldn't imagine myself being someone who still has trauma that they haven't dealt with. To me, that's a self-awareness thing that if you are self-aware, then you realize that you have those traumas and you fix those within yourself. That has nothing to do with that other person. Oh, I agree. That is all I'm saying. You should, you should definitely, when you get out of this bad relationship where you got a lot of traumas, yes, I think it's an absolute must that you need to try and work on these traumas Without getting into another relationship, you should not jump from one body to another. That should never happen. You need to take the time to heal yourself before you go off and bleed on somebody else. For fact. But if you do end up in a relationship and the other person has an unhealed trauma that you weren't aware of, you have to respect it and give them time to heal or move on because you can't have it both ways. You can't continue to traumatize them. If they haven't found a way to figure it out yet, then you need to have that conversation and figure all that out, you know, on top of it. Yeah. yeah. 
Keith, I think Keith's making the point that on the comments that it's also like we're saying, he's saying it's a respect thing too. And I think some people look at it as respect and some people look at it as insecurity or fear. It's perception. I mean, it just is. I would, if my partner looked at me and said, Hey, we need to keep $50,000 in the bank. Why? Because my last husband spent it all on gambling and drugs and we were broke and I got evicted. I don't know that I should look at her and go, screw you. No, I mean, that's him, not me. That's a trauma. That, that's her reality we have to deal with. That's how you get, that's how you get that person. You can decide not to take that person, yeah, but if you've decided that's your person, then that's, that's part of them. You get the good and the bad. You just don't yep. get the good. It's the part of the monogamy. I mean, that's right. I mean, that's, and, and that's why I said, you know, I, I, I can't under, I, 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 Again, that's why I said I'm probably not the best person to speak about that is because I'm I am non-monogamous. So you may have to talk to Willow about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that but note, I guess we mystery. do need to if kind of wrap mystery. it up. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, oh, we yeah, do need to kind of wrap it up. Yeah. I didn't realize we had been live streaming this long. I didn't realize we could have such a deep conversation. That's crazy. This is our whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I love now it. the good thing is we have this. Then we go have a beer afterwards. Yeah, I yeah. Love it. It's a long yeah. yeah. Let's go to Applebee's, guys. <laughs> right. I don't think that. Well, here lately, happening. we've been having cocktails before the co- the podcast. <laughs> I hear Pompadour is pretty popular. And and during the podcast, no, <laughs> right? No to Pompadour, right, Scarlett? I love Pompadour. Don't be hating. <laughs> Yeah, we were discussing this before the podcast. Me and Landon don't know what that is. We've never, never seen one. Never heard of one. Well, that's because we don't have Papa Do's on the East Dallas. Coast. Go to Papa Do's. No, 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 no. You don't. South Carolina. You guys have fresh seafood, so you guys probably would not care for Papa Do's. Oh, is it that bad? I'm coming from North Carolina. We have fresh seafood. It's uh, no. Nah. So I mean, we jump in Brandon, when you and Landon come to Dallas, we're absolutely going to Applebee's. Don't kid yourself and think we're not. Yeah, don't kid yourself and think we're not. We're getting four dollar beers all night. <laughs> uh, all night, all night, brother. We'll take you to an Exxon too. Yeah. Okay. Well, they can take you to Applebee's and they can take you to Papa Do's, and I'll take you guys to Swingers Club. How about that? Oh. <laughs> Okay. Well, I'll probably be I a stay in my conviction. I cannot join you there, but I can join okay. you at a fancy somewhere else. <laughs> I can go. Yeah, I'll take you there. Participate. I would I'll like observe, to say thank I guess. you. Thank you very much for having us on tonight, guys. I had a blast. Yeah. Thank yes, you. Yes. Thank you, it guys. Was, it, it was, was a lot great. of fun. It was great. Can I just say that I appreciate how we can all have differing opinions and even get into a heated debate and still be like 100% on board it. with each other at the end? I love that. Yeah. It's a I, like it's I said, this is, how, this is how our the podcast goes every episode. You know, we don't always agree with each other. We try to see from everyone's perspectives. But at the end of the day, we still, you know, respect each other's perspectives on things. And I think that's what makes the podcast work for us. Absolutely. That's why I like listening to it. Like I said, y'all are part of my nightly routine at this point. I work night shift, so I'm (laughs) up all night. That's awesome. That's so sweet. That's awesome. Thank you so much for your support. (laughs) Thank you. Thank y'all for coming on the show. This is like meeting heroes. Look at this. Podcast. So don't forget, forget, guys, our episodes drop every Friday. 
So take a listen, hit us up. We're on social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, So like and follow and chat with us. Let us know what you guys think about the episodes that drops. Oh, and we are launching a Discord server. So you guys should get into our Discord. We're going to be announcing that coming up really soon. And we're going to be interacting with our listeners on a weekly basis. So if anybody wants to come hang out with us there. And we'll most certainly join the server. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. We we'll have a Discord server. We just haven't been like announcing it and publicizing it, but we do have right. one that you know, like close friends are a part of, but we've never really oh, publicized cool. nice. it. Nice, yeah. Cool. We'll look for you guys. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So All right, starting everybody. in January, uh, January sixteenth, every Monday night, where at least I will always be on there, and hopefully a lot of the tribe will be there as well. And I'm wanting to do like Jackbox games and question and answers and yeah. just a lot of fun stuff where listeners can interact with us. Yeah, it'll be fun. I love it. All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up. Follow our social media, and we'll be sending the link. Our three-hour podcast. This is the first (laughs) one. Good night, guys. Good night. Take care, guys. Good night. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Thanks for stopping by the tavern.